in tune with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Welcome all local 804 Teamsters and Teamsters across the country. Today is February 23rd, 2019, and I'm your host, Tony Rosario. And I'm Charlie Gonzalez. You can catch us at the What The Heck Show on Pot... Uh, I'm sorry. It's Podomatic.com. Podomatic.com. The What The Heck Show at AOS.com if you want to give us an email. And you could also uh, download the MixLR app, look for and follow Union Power Radio... Scroll down and you can listen to us live or you scroll down to the show reel and you can listen to our past shows. Also, you can catch us on Spotify where you can download old shows. My headphones went completely out. <clears throat> you good? No, they went completely out. Okay. All so. Right. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, I'm out uh, now. There we go. All right. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. As you know, we are uh, live every Saturday at 3 p.m. And uh, I want to personally uh, apologize to a lot of the members for, uh, you know, Charlie, I'm a little upset at myself because I didn't show up to that general membership meeting last week. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there's really no excuse not to show up to a meeting. You should do your best to get there. I should have at my uh, at, at the wedding, at my boy's uh, wedding, I should have uh, drank moderately. I, I knew that I should have so drank moderately. So you didn't drink responsibly? No, I did not drink responsibly. And... Uh, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it because I was a little too hammered. Well, I did fill you in. I, and I do appreciate that. But that secondhand information was horrendous because <laughs> we're going to go back. I, I spoke to a lot of the members over what happened there last week. Right. And uh, I feel that you were completely off the mark on a lot of, on a lot of issues there, oh, Charlie. Please do tell. Well, first of all, when you spoke about there not being a lot of members there, I mean, I felt from what I heard from the guys and from the pictures that I personally saw, and I'm going to previous meetings in the past, I could say that it was a packed house. Well, that's because it was a it was a tiny house, and you can you can fit a lot of people in a tiny house. Well, I mean, what do you want them to do? Uh, rent out the Barclay Center, Charlie? Well, that's the goal. The goal the goal <laughs> is to rent, at, you know. A, a, a <laughs> The, the, the goal is to rent a big spot to fill all the members because we have 7,200, I believe, and, you know, 
6% showed up. Right, but it's still a big turnout, especially compared to past meetings when not a lot of people came. There was meetings that I've been to that had maybe 50, 60 guys. Well, listen, it's a, it's a new age now. Okay, new, that, I mean, new millennium. New millennium. <laughs> you know, it's 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 uh it's we need more people, and we we can't have you know five hundred. Listen, five hundred people. Yes, to some it's a lot. I just I just have higher expectations. Well, I'm glad you do, but we have to also think about the space that's available here. We can't go past the uh, restrictions on. I believe that place at, at at capacity can probably hold maybe a thousand people, maybe not even about nine hundred something so, people. So let's fill that, and then we'll move on. Yeah, that's that's. If we could fill that, that would be nice. But I, as it is, there was no empty seat in the house, and that people is were true. standing. That is true. There's no empty seat. But I would I would like to see uh, two three thousand people show up and see the e-board scramble to where they're going to put all those people. You know, just get the, the little, the, a little erratic. Hey, they may have to move it to the parking lot. But I think it's a good problem to have. Well, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, I believe for the first general membership meeting, this was actually a great a great turnout, and I only see it getting bigger and better from there. No, the, the participation has been great so far. We have uh, new members, you know, and... I do have to apologize. Yeah, and the Stewart meeting that you went to uh, had an amazing turnout as well. That as far was, as Stewart's see, go. Mathematically, that made more sense with the amount of people that showed up to that place because you figured you have what is it, twenty four buildings or yeah. something like that. So mathematically, it was a great turnout. It was uh, maybe a hundred, a hundred stewards, you know, uh, alternates and 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 you know serving stewards right which mathematically makes more sense that that amount showed a big a, a big wide range of people that showed up but when you take it to where now is general you know uh g-pop the whole the, the whole congregation if 500 people show up out of 7200 those numbers don't make sense to me well they may not make sense but uh at the end of the day you want to make sure that you don't have the fire marshals coming in and shutting down the fucking place <laughs> that, is Charlie. that is true uh, another thing I wanted to discuss. <laughs> um, uh, the, the 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 way you were ranting about that poor eight month old guy. I mean, yeah, come on, th this I, guy. I, is I, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of bad blood for that. So yeah, I mean, gonna... it's it's understandable though. I mean, the kid, he's he, for a young guy to get up there and show up to a meeting, especially you who's got fifteen years and hasn't been to that many meetings. Yes, you got to give the kid props. It's his first year. He's got eight months in his first general membership meeting. And he actually had the balls to go up there and speak, Charlie. When's the last time you got on the mic and had the balls to speak? Well, huh? I did last that day week? for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that time for the first. I, you know, I have. I don't know who the who he is. Right. Um, I don't. I'm not even sure the bill. I, I heard from someone. I think he's from Foster. Yeah. Um, not really too sure. So my hat's out to you. Listen, you if you had the balls eight months in to to go up to the to the mic and say something, my hat's off to you. I I think I Finish, I, 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 <laughs> I fucked up. You know, I do apologize for, for ranting. I don't, I don't even know if you heard what, what I was saying. Right. But uh, listen, I apologize, and um, and it won't happen again. That's cool. That's cool, because I, I have some expectations for this show, Charlie, just like you have big expectations for meetings, and yes. and you have, you know... And we want to encourage people. we want to keep the expectations right. we, high. We, we, want, we do want to encourage people, we, we, you know, and that's what I got a lot. It's like, listen, you don't want to take someone and who's eight months who really doesn't know chain of command because that was my big thing about chain of command right about you know maybe you should start from a certain level of steward and then work your way up if, if your answers are not being questioned you know if your answers and the questions you ask are not being answered then you should you know you, you should do but he doesn't know so at eight months he went to the right person i think he all the answers that he got he was uh were answered and uh my hat's also to you so 
yes, the next general membership, uh, the next general membership meeting, we should get more people to show up who are new, and they and they could uh, go up and ask questions. Okay, um, we got an answer here. Somebody says that uh, I would I would like to see Charlie uh, come to Brush Avenue in the Bronx and get them to come to the GMM. You know what, Charlie? Maybe me and you should start going around to the buildings. So he's gonna bring up a point. I mean, I I'm a clerk now, so I can actually right. go out to some of these buildings early in the morning and uh, and try to reach out to the guys and see if we can get more guys to come to the meeting. So you make a very good point there. Listen, I I I can fit. I can like like Biggie said. I could fit. I could fit. I could fit uh, four in the back. Two if you fat. <laughs> I could fit a full seven. I have the new Chevy Traverse. It's pretty roomy, and I'm very proud of that car. And it could fit a lot of people. I had a personal question for you, Charlie. If you don't mind me asking you, sure. because a lot of people don't know that me and you didn't really know each other before we started this show. A lot of people don't realize that we're just two members who kind of were asked to do the show because we used to call into the What the Heck show a lot, and we were asked to do this. So my question to you is. Why did you uh, decide to sign on to this? What was your expectations, and, and why did you decide to do this? So our listeners know what, why we're doing this. Well, I got into this, you know, kind of abruptly. You know, I, I started noticing how things were, were changing, especially with the last e-board, how things were going on, and, and you notice the difference of unsecurity. You, you, you didn't feel secure coming to work. And I saw the unity with the new guys, and, and, I, and I just started following up. And then one day, uh, I started listening to the What the Heck show, and I was a faithful listener and never miss an episode. Right. And and, I, and then I started calling up. You know, I met I met Hector. Okay. Uh, kind of just like on at the blue one day. He was I was going to dinner with my wife, and <laughs> Hector was there. Wow. Yeah, he was just at a just restaurant. Just happened to be at the same. He just small so world. happened to be at a restaurant. Small world. And I was not stalking him. Uh, you sure? I, I was not stalking. <laughs> him. I, 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 I promise. <laughs> And, right. we got, and we got to talking, we exchanged numbers, and then it, you know, it took off from there. That's is all, all the rest is history. Okay. Well, I don't know how far back you were listening to the show, but I was listening to the show when he started with uh, DJ Centronics, uh, Dave Centron, our, our uh, trustee now. And uh, I remember one of the most powerful shows to me is when they went to the convention, and there was a group of them, and they did the show from Las Vegas, and I felt it. I could feel the the... The, I could feel what, what Hector was feeling that day because Hector was so, I mean, the people at that convention were so, some of the uh, Hoffer f followers that wore the red coats, they were, I mean, they played back some of the footage. They oh, were I heard about that. They were like speak. really acting they up. Were, I they mean, were screaming. It was like so disrespectful, right. such a disrespectful meeting. And I was very, very disappointed. Uh, and I felt bad. I could hear it in Hector's voice how destroyed he was over what he was going through there and what they were feeling, you know? And, and that's some, some of the playback. Yeah, that's some yeah. of the playback, yeah. And I also been listening to the show for a very long time. And uh, isn't it funny how these guys used to host a radio show together and now they work together? Yeah. And, and you know what? That's that's crazy. And and the reason you know I started calling into the show a lot and uh, and and Hector, you know, I I I knew that he was planning on running for business agent and. And I asked him, I said to him, are you planning, what are you planning to do with the show? And he was right. like, well, you know, I was thinking of just killing it. And, you know, I told him I didn't think it was a good idea. And I was hoping that I could maybe take it over. And he he gave me the go ahead. And he found me a host. He said, you would be the guy. And I said, you sure? Charlie's the guy. I don't even know him. And, <laughs> but honestly, uh, th the real reason I wanted to do this show is because I felt the old show was great. And I'd love to listen right. to Hector and do what he did. But I wanted the show to be uh, as informative as his. But I also wanted to help educate the members because I saw a need. I saw a need for, for, for members to, to find a 
a place that they can go and listen and maybe get some education not from just me because i'm not exactly the the go-to guy on all issues i do know some in my years of experience and you got 15 years i got 25 years we have some experience together but at the end of the day i wanted to be a show for the members by the members i want people to call up i want to get you know guys have their answers have their questions answered by the right people if i can't answer it then we'll find somebody who does just when i have a problem i call the executive board and boom the answers come i never have a problem but i think a lot of members don't un, they, they don't know that part of the aspect of who to go to that's that's the problem and that's why this and show to me is so that's important. that's right so that we, we want people to listen you know whatever questions you can ask you can uh, you can email, you can send on on the message board here on the mix lr you can send a message we'll read it right off the air and if you have a question about anything we'll do our best to answer it yeah absolutely that's what we're here for you know we I, Listen, this show is for you guys. You know, this show is not about me. It's not about Charlie. This show is to help all of us. And I'm not talking about just Teamsters here in Local 804. I'm talking about Teamsters across the country. I mean, the more people we can reach, the more we people want, we can we help one everyone. another. Yeah, I want we, everyone. You know, everybody has to help one another. And everybody has different issues in different buildings. And there's all kinds of things that go down. And, and we could all learn from one another. Let's let's scroll through some of these yeah. comments here. Let's see who's on here. I like to always give love to who's online. And we got one of our first uh, speakers is uh hey that's got to be johnny santiago that's our guy right there chief steward at a mass correct yeah 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 that's, that's jason yeah greetings to my house my horse heads family and local 804 <laughs> in the house yes he's sir. always on that boy that boy's on 24 yeah. 7 he's man. a faithful he, listener yeah and he, he is a faithful union guy yeah he, he gets up early he starts posting and he, that's the guy who gets the news right there that's mr cnn right there that's right and we got damien contreras on the line yes he was yeah, <laughs> I think he was talking about you. And uh, and who's this? Uh, Aces Inc. Aces Inc. is like yay. Don't know. Uh, as long as you are safe, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, you you already know. Aces. Uh, so somebody's inviting me to brush. <laughs> I, I don't mind. That's going Aces. Aces. Right. Aces must be one of uh, Hector's people. Yeah. Listen, Hector has a big following in uh, in brush. You know, you Hector. If, you know, if if uh, if brush was a jail. Hector's name will ring bells. Yeah. <laughs> you already know. Uh, Charlie, were, Charlie, you were MIA for 60 meetings. Whoa. There you go. Fire the shot. Give me the gunshot. Give me the gunshot. <laughs> wow. Damn! <laughs> nice one, Damien. Nice one. That's true, man. You have been, but you know I what? Have. He found his way, I and it's not about. I found my way. I mean, and that's why. And that's why I felt really bad about the the, the eight month guy. And I don't want to continue to call him the eight month guy because that's why everyone's referring to him as. I would like to know his name. If anybody knows that the the gentleman's name, you know, put it up. I would like to, uh, you know, publicly apologize. He said that the guy said we need help at the Springfield Center. What's that about? I'm not really sure. Uh, the the is he talking about the eight month guy? He said, "Is the eight month guy I, maybe I, from Springfield? Is that what it is?" I thought. I think you're right. I think he is from Springfield. Actually, I think you, I think you are right. I, someone said that from he's from Springfield. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense because that's a fairly new building. They took a lot of drivers from our center to go and, over there uh, and they opened up. And I and I hear that stewards are not too strong over there. Oh well, you know, I have a member that actually went to the Springfield building, and right. he didn't last two weeks. He was like, you know what? I don't like the way things are being done here. I'm out, and he took off. You know, one of the members ran on the Montavo suit. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Contreras. Oh, wait a minute. We got Louis Barbone, the business agent. 
He's a great kid and will be a strong union member for a long time. I made a point to talk to him after the meeting, and I found him last week in building to make sure he had a hand truck. <laughs> nice job, B. That's See, a now that's job. a fucking BA, man. How many BAs you know? He's going to find you a hand truck, He's going to personally find you a hand truck. He's like, you, you know you what? can't get that done before. He's like, you eight-month guy, here's a fucking hand truck, man. Next time you come to the meeting, I hope your questions are better. Because <laughs> now you have your hand truck. Oh man, that's cool, man. Good shit, Lou. Good shit. See, these are the kind of business agents we need, man. Well, you need someone. You need someone who's productive, who gets things done. They listen to us, and and they get things done right away. Imagine that Monday morning, you got Lou Barbone looking for your hand truck to make sure you you, you got all the equipment that you have to go, to continue your job. And I was following uh, some of the posts Johnny Santiago put up on Facebook, and uh, they actually got paid thanks to uh, Anthony Cerulli and the and the executive board. I believe he had gotten like fourteen. Him and Dom got like fourteen uh, grievances paid man that is amazing. it was like raining grievances man and before i go into my next rant oh wait a minute wait a minute i'm not gonna go into my rant yet. okay i'm not but it's it's gonna it's gonna play a part in, into what happened into what happened into what happened into those grievances okay. and, and no those grievances were great but it, it, i'm gonna play a part in that okay? okay all right i hear where you're coming from i mean you want if you want to go now no, no, give no. me we, the uh, no, no, combat no, round one no no <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into it just now okay Damien Contreras, here we go. After Charlie's rant last week, I don't know about that, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither, LOL. Uh, Aces, what do we got here? You, uh, yeah, but you're not reacting. Brush Avenue, I mean all shift. Hooray for Hector. <laughs> Hector's getting a lot of love because he no. goes there morning, yeah. noon, and night, man. He doesn't I, I fuck think, around. I, yeah, Hector's there. He's that frequent. I'm surprised he's not there. He probably could be there today. Aces says we should promote our show. I mean, you know, you know, I... Me and, me and Charlie spoke about it, and we were supposed to go to this first general membership meeting, ACES, and we decided we were going to get some flyers done, and we we're going to go hand them out at the meeting, and, and again, and we, we, I we apologize, all, we actually I also, fucked up. We actually also decided that you were going to show up, too. Yeah, yeah, that was also yeah. decided, and you know, because I'm an, well, I'm not going to say I'm an alcoholic, because I'm not, but you know, it was a party, I was drunk, and I'm sorry, and you know what, I, no excuses, man, no excuses, but we do plan to... We we got cut off. Okay, right. we we do plan to uh, to do a little more promoting for the show. I want it, uh, like I said, I want the show to be about the members. So I want it, all the member participation that we can get. So slowly but surely, uh, we're taking baby steps, but we will get get the word out. We'll try to get to as many buildings as we can. Yes, we did. Uh, am I? Yeah, you're on. Right. I think so. Yeah, so we're yeah. gonna we're, we're gonna start getting to buildings. Uh oh, we're, we're uh -huh. gonna Charlie, we're gonna get to the again, Charlie. Charlie, stop your crying. <laughs> Why am I so loud? Thanks, Aces, man. I appreciate that. And it was my best friend. You know, I was the best man. And I gave one hell of a best man speech, I must say. It was like listening to a guy at a movie. Because I got a lot of love, a lot of clapping. And then the matron, of, the matron of honor went up there and gave a speech. It's like nobody was listening. I felt bad for her. Oh, man. That's so <laughs> cool, Listen, dude. It happens. I, listen, I'm a hard act to follow, man. So... Uh, you was on vacation this week, weren't you? I was on vacation this week, man. I got some good downtime with the kids. You know, I took them to Dave and Buster's and I spent the nice. whole shit. You know how much money Dave and Buster's is, a man? Lot. It's ridiculous. A lot. You know, I, you know, you get a card and you go and play a bunch of games. And, and, you know, my kids had a blast. But I was like, okay, guys, I think it's time to go. <laughs> it's far from a quarter what they used to call it, right? We got a little snow. So I was able to get out there and play with the kids in the snow a little bit. I always try to do that. Nice. The kids love playing in the snow. And that's one thing about working for a company that you get you know that you have unions that fall for vacations and right. stuff like that we we get time off to spend with our kids and the longer you're with the company the more time you have man i got 25 years now so i get my full amount of weeks wow you know i, I got that weeks, sixth huh? week 
man, and I'm oh, let me tell you, I'm gonna be gone most of the summer, man. I don't know how we're gonna do this show. I'll probably be calling him from Puerto Rico or something, or or I don't know wherever I decide to go. Maybe New Zealand. Yeah. Oh wait, we forgot to tell you guys. We got a uh, Donald Trump might be showing up. Uh, he might be calling in from Washington D.C. from time to time. Um, <laughs> Because he's been listening to our show, and from what he told me, he said me and Charlie are going to be huge. You guys are going to be at huge. Those numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's Donald. <laughs> uh, um, uh, also, uh, w what else were we uh, planning to speak about here? Oh, so uh, check uh, out the original. I know you were on vacation too, Charlie. How was your vacation? I, well, if you my don't mind vacation me was great. Uh, I spent my vacation, well, part of my vacation I spent in Atlantic City. Oh, wow. Nice. Good for yeah. you, man. Got on what, the poker table. Yeah. What hotel did you stay at? I slept at the Hard Rock. That's one of the newer hotels. That's right? one of the new hotels. It's about a couple months old. Yeah. It's a good hotel. They, had, they didn't have any uh, any poker tables, so I had to take my talents to, uh, to the Brigada. Oh wow, that's that's nice. I went to the Harris a couple weeks ago for my best friend's bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, the pool party after dark was yeah. crazy. You were drinking there. I was drinking again. Yeah, yeah. but on, I didn't have to go to a meeting <laughs> the next day, so it was okay. But uh, how was your? Uh, it was great. Did it, you win it, any money? It almost it almost went south. Really? Yeah, it almost went south. I, I was playing Pokemon, and this fucking donkey like calls like uh, you know I shoved like twelve hundred dollars, and he fucking calls and end up. And he I, took I, it. And he took it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he took it. But I ended up getting it back. Oh, I ended boy. up getting it back. So, uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we were talking about also last week was, uh, and, and you know, I hate to bring this up, Charlie, because you said at one point in the show that, that Vinny doesn't like safety. And, and I have to put the fire out here. So I'm calling, okay. the, I'm calling the, the, the fire department. Let here. me know. Well, well, you know, Vinny, it's not that Vinny doesn't like safety. It's, oh, no? That's not it at all. It's He doesn't like the way the company has been handling safety, you know, and, uh, you know, he doesn't like the fact that guys are out there handing bananas and oranges to guys, you know, and I'm not going to name any, but there's you one sitting right next shouldn't. to me. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> but at the end when of the I... day, he wants, he wants safety to be what it's supposed to be, you know? But I think that starts with, with who's running safety. Finish! You know, and... and when I got into safety, there was no there was no leadership. You can imagine. Well, you know? yeah. Well, you got into safety during the last executive right. board. So I've been in safety for about a year. Didn't know anything. It was just like, hey, you want to be in safety? Sure. And I got into it, and I kind of just made my own way, and I started my own thing, and and it, and it caught on. And I think now- Were it, you one of the guys that with a piece of chalk would write on the floor? Listen, and, I was one of the guys handing out bananas, because I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know any better. You ever had a banana in your tailpipe, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got that from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I get it, you know. But I just don't want people to 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 think that Vinny's a guy that doesn't care about safety because his point is that he cares about the safety of the employees. It's not so much about you know riding on 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 floors with chalk and okay. he, he cares about things that are important like faulty equipment, about uh, load quality, but about then, egress. I, but then he shouldn't say, you know, every, you know, he shouldn't say that I, I don't like safety because I understand his point was, oh, the company doesn't like safety, so I don't like safety. But you're a man of, you're you're the leader. You have to, you have to 
you know, speak to the people and say, we're going to change that. You know, I think that's was, exactly I, what he was I, saying. I, though, but, I, but I think it was very poor words because he said, I don't like safety. So it has to be, we're going to change safety. We're going to do something. But there's no, so far, there's no change. There's no change just yet. I think you weren't listening to everything he said, Charlie. You probably just heard the part where he said he hates safety. Well, listen. You listened to everything I was, he said. I was at the steward meeting. He right. said, I hate safety. I, well, those were the words that came out of his mouth, but he wasn't talking about it in general. He was talking about it as far as the company handles it. Okay. Um, and uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, we got some. Uh, wait. Somebody said, Dupes804 says, Union Buster. Who's, who's a Union Buster? Brush Avenue part-timers don't know anything about the union, and that is true. Uh, that is that is definitely an issue. And uh, no, don't report accidents or you won't get breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I, you know, and this is what I think Vinny was talking about, you know? It's important that people understand the difference between, oh, yeah, Trump is a union buster. I, I You know, listen, Trump has, has, has made it very clear. And you know what? Uh, and it's not just Trump. It's a lot of the the uh, politicians that have been there before. I mean, we're not all politicians, obviously, but there are Democrats and Republicans that are trying to break unions. It ain't just Republicans. You know, uh, a lot no, of people think we're, it's... We're struggling to keep even what we have at this very moment. Yeah, that the number of unions has declined in the last... 30 years worse than ever you know it, it's just a f it's just going downhill but look how strong we we, we are because amazon tried to move in and we told them you, you can move in but you're gonna have to join the union and what they did they, they turned around those guys and turned around and bounced it and wasn't a great thing though charlie it's not a great thing because we lost a lot of jobs we, we lost jobs but my thing is hey they were going to give us twenty five thousand jobs okay but how many but look at seattle they, they, you know, the guy, the people from Seattle kind of woke us up because we didn't know what we were getting into. Thank God for those people in Seattle. Right. My problem is that they made a lot of promises in Seattle that exactly. they didn't come through with. So basically, so, so how about how about if they said, "Hey, we got twenty five thousand jobs, but then you know, three years from now, you get replaced by a computer." And another thing, yeah, he's he was being offered three billion dollars in tax cuts to over. I mean, the guy is a multi billionaire. I don't think he needs three billion dollars in tax it's cuts. It's a trillion dollar company. I mean, listen, buddy, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, open your own fucking shit, use your own fucking money, and leave us out of it. And and on top of that, make the place union, because those guys That's deserve right. to be union. We deserve we deserve a union. <clears throat> just, just And you just want a union just to protect the members. You know, because it's been proven that when you're in a union, you make more, and you're protected more. You don't want a, a non-union job where you could just show up one day and say, hey, you're, you know, you're out of here. You know, I I don't like I don't like you looked at you you know you looked at my sneakers the wrong way and uh you know you looked at me funny you, you know you're fired get, get on the unemployment line they can't do that when you're in a union no and those guys uh, and how about the fire like go back into the fire and walk through security <laughs> I, I thought the that was hilarious get out of here man you know there's a fire like hey you got to walk back through through the fire to go through security just to make sure that you didn't steal anything on the way out. <clears throat> And you know, did you hear about what Amazon had just recently did? Uh, Amazon had just recently, uh, or was it, uh, damn, where was the, there was an article. Okay, it was, uh, it was basically about, you know what the internet here is giving me issues. Okay, uh, it was, uh, it's become clear. This is an article that I read from Business Insider that actually I believe uh, one of the members put up. Uh, I might, it might have been Tony Rasiglione, the Secretary Treasurer. Right. Uh, it's becoming clearer that, uh, than ever that Amazon is developing a third-party logistics service to edge out FedEx and UPS now that Stamps.com has dumped 
the United States Postal Service, and that's a big deal. That is a big deal. You know, it's going to be a real issue. It says, as the online destination to buy stamps, postal labels, and other shipping services, Stamps.com is for many synonymous with the U.S. Postal Service. But Stamps.com is now dumping the Postal Service. Stamps.com, which generated $536.9 million in revenue last year, announced in a call to investors on Thursdays that it would end its exclusive partnership with the agency. And that's not good, Charlie. <clears throat> Stamps.com CEO Ken McBride said the Postal Service wasn't fit for a shipping environment that's moving toward e-commerce. USPS, the United States Postal Service, is too bogged down by government regulations and lacks the ability to react to business trends as rapidly as it needs to in order to keep up with rapid pace of change in e-commerce, he said on the call. Could you believe that shit? Like, tied down by regulations? And, and when he says that, he's also he's basically also tearing down unions because that's, right. he, that's why they don't want unions, because of our regulations and how we protect the, uh, yeah. as unions protect the employees. Because they, they, they just can't do and implement rules as they want. They have, there's, there's rules to follow. I mean, the article was just killing me, man, because Amazon just, they're, they're out of control. It says here on the article also, uh, uh, Amazon best all those companies, even UPS and FedEx, which have considerably larger and more established networks, as Ms. Bright said on the, Mr. McBride said on the call. Amazon has an amazing network that built worldwide despite only having 27 going to 40 planes. And they built in the last few years and they've built in the e-commerce with in mind, a lot of the carriers have networks that are much older. And so, <clears throat> when Amazon built their network, they focused on e-commerce and it's a very powerful network. And so they're going to take the network and they're going to offer up the capacity, the the excess capacity above their own packages to customers. It's just exactly like they did with AWS, which I mean, it goes know, on and on. It goes on and on. Yeah, it and it's on basically and on. not good for anybody, especially no. if basically Amazon is just letting everybody know we're we're here and we're here to stay and we're here to compete. Well, you know, Matt, Amazon is not going anywhere. And oh, their infrastructure... You know, the infrastructure is, is just, you can order something in a few hours, you can have it in your house. And that's scary, considering, you know, these other companies, it takes two, three, four days for you to get a, for you to get a package. And these guys can do it, they can get into your house in a couple hours. So if they were to open up that in, in New York, it could, it could dismantle other companies. Other big companies that have been there for decades. And they can come, and you can order a bar of soap, and you can have it in your house. You know, they it, Amazon was promising. You know, you can order something, and in an hour, it could be at your house. That's that's some pretty that's, scary shit. That's that's crazy. Look at uh, Damian Contreras has a comment uh, based on this. I believe it says immediately after that he said we are working with NYCOSH. Mark Cohn will be heading the safety situation today to become have a real safety committee that cares about the members egress load quality etc etc safety is an extension oh, so of that's the union no. so is he that's so a, that's a good thing so he's uh, he's a new committee uh i guess i guess he's gonna be the guy and you know what no, there, it's, it's gonna be a complete safety reform that's what's gonna happen and i there. hope so you know we, we should have we should have all these osha i think that's what he probably, did he mean to write osha uh yeah new york city osha yeah. i guess that's okay. what he's trying to say right uh, also, uh, you know, one of the shop stewards that brought up a point at, at the meeting, uh, my my steward, uh, Juan yeah, Acosta, yeah. he actually he, was asking permission to if, if he's if he's allowed to remove. Allowed. And you know what? He did it. He did it. He did Come it. Monday morning after That's the meeting right. that week, he, he took out two of the members and he put in two brand new members. And you know what? He. He's one of the first ones that I believe that took action. Right. And that's good. And, and that should be a lesson to other stewards. Listen, stewards, you have the right to uh, choose 
and and to get rid of if you're safe if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing you have the right to do it you know it's gonna fall on your lap you know if you don't have a strong safety committee guess what it's your fault you have to have a strong team you have to have the right members in there you just can't appoint someone and hopefully they're doing it no you have to be productive you put them in there it's gonna fall on your lap yeah, and I feel a lot of it has to do with what uh, Vinny was definitely trying to to establish when he was talking about safety. These are some of the things that he wants to implement, and they're going about it in the right direction. I mean, and, and for some people that feel like uh, some of these people are being pulled out and you might like them, or maybe you're not happy with the people, the new people that are being put in place, all I have to say to you is give them a chance. That's right. It's going to take a while. It's just not going to happen overnight. And don't forget that when it comes to that, they're being appointed, but don't think that the steward is going off and just asking anybody. He's asking the top people that he knows are best for the job. And if those people decline, he's going to have to work down towards whoever is willing to do the job. That's right. And uh, you have to be content with that. If you were one of the guys that passed up on it and you're not happy with who your steward picked, yeah. then that's on you. And it's, That's it, on you. It's tough. I'm going to tell you why it's tough, because when I, when I first got and Stuart, I'm speaking, you know, and I'm speaking and I'm trying to spread knowledge to my fellow drivers. And, you know, to them, it's like, hey, who are you? You know, so it takes a little while for them to get used to it, for them to buy in. So you got to make sure when you're picking someone that they, they, they can't be scared to be in front of 80, 100 to 120 drivers and, and, and you know, spread knowledge. It, it's not it's not for everyone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not for everyone, you know, and uh the guys that step up to the plate that actually take the position, I mean, they're doing it because they care. They they That's care right. about the safety. And, and I care. And they're I, also tired of handing out just apples and oranges and writing wait, with we, chalk. We, we're going to get all... We're gonna, I'm, we're I'm gonna sorry. Gonna <laughs> you know, That's what was being done. Listen, I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I still see chalk on your hands there, buddy. Why don't you clean up your... <laughs> what the fuck, Chuck? All right, so... Uh, moving on also well you know safety uh, I feel like they're going in the right direction with safety first of all let's let's end on that note right. uh, also um, talking about uh, some of the negotiations there were certain things that were brought up in negotiations that that I feel that at the meeting people maybe weren't paying attention to but when I heard about it I was like okay this is something we have to discuss because you know who was who was paying attention to it and it's the TOKs do you know anything about the TOKs uh, I know a little bit of the TOKs. I know there was supposed to be five, and then and it ended up going to seven. I don't know if that math is right. Where there were four. Well, for for those that don't know, a TOK is basically a temporary agreement uh, between the company and the union, and some of them. It seems as though the old executive board tried to slip a few through, which unfortunately we as members now will have to. Um, <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, we got one of the BAs here online, Raul Molestina. He said, if you're tired of dancing on the shop floor, come to death row. I think he's talking about you, Charlie. <laughs> um, or either that or he's talking about me at the wedding party, you know, because I had the mic and I was I was getting people to do the electric slide. Nice. I mean, it was, it was quite a party. But uh, going back to this now, the right. TOKs are basically a temporary agreement and... and from what, if people were at the meeting paying attention, I wasn't there, right. but I heard from, uh, I, I heard this, not from secondhand Charlie over here, who had everything negative to say about the I wasn't meeting. All the, I wasn't all negative. I mean, it felt that way, Charlie. But no, yeah, you kept it positive, you know, I guess. 
Um, <laughs> but go, well, the TOKs, I feel, uh, when I heard about this, it kind of bothered me because it seems that they were, uh, are we are we cutting to a commercial break here? What's going Sounds on? Sounds like it. Well, I mean, I like the music, but it's not putting in the, me in the mood to talk about what I'm about to talk about. Okay, let's get some hand clapping there. Okay, TOK temporary agreement signed by, uh, uh, and these were signed by uh, Montalvo and Dolman. That's right. There was a couple of handshake deals there that was, were going to go through. There was three TOKs, and I got it here. Hold on. There was three three TOKs here that were that were made, and and unfortunately, when when the when we have to. A vote, yes or no? These right. are going to be on there. There's nothing that the union right now can do about it because yeah, they were already there. That's a shame. You know, and it's a huge shame because honestly, I was reading on these TOKs and they weren't anything. They weren't anything really grand. Uh, for example, uh, let's see here. Uh, three TOK that were agreed upon by Montavo with no rank and file present, mind you, uh, and after were voted down by some big, of the committee. And that's a big thing. There was no, there was no one there. It was no. just like him and the company. Yeah, you know, and, right. And and there was basically it's three three. Uh, there's uh, there's seven of them all together, but three right. of them were were not. You know, were like handshake deals they that were just were, handshake deals, yeah. Right. Uh, there was something about putting in some training routes. There was going to be four training routes instead of three. So that's just adding one more training route. And personally, uh, I don't think that's that big a deal. I mean, you know, maybe it could be for some, but I think adding one extra training route ain't really helping the situation. And every once in a while, they'll use a route with a member that's on comp. That's right. Or every once in a while, if somebody's on vacation for a couple of weeks, they'll use that route. So I don't see why, why, why they would even why that would even come up or why you would shake your hand on something like that. What are you getting in return for that? Because that doesn't sound like anything. I know. It's, it, he wasn't even negotiating. He was just, yeah. he was, he was just, just giving things away. Like, here, how about this? I will take one extra training route. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, it must be huge. Um, huge and, and then on top of that, there was uh, one extra request load. So you can get two a day instead of one a day. Dude, like whoopee fucking this is, dude. This is just fucking. Like I'll take so one of those, stupid. sir, if you don't mind. I'm sorry. And, um, you, know, you know, I'm like saying to myself, I mean, an extra request load, two per day, I mean, that's okay. But is that really something that you want to uh, uh, bet the house on? Right. I don't think so. Um, I'm going to give up Sundays for that. Fuck but, you. But you're, yeah, exactly. But you're using up. It's almost like you've got chances and you're using up one of our chances on just something so stupid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, we also have. Uh, How about we get like an extra week's vacation or extra. An extra OPH day or That's extra fucking sick discretionary day. days, absolutely. You know something like, like that. compost for for discretionary days. You know, I, I'd be happy with one extra fucking day. You know, I don't see what's so funny about that, man. What's with the joking? Anyway, so on top of that, we also have uh, the geographical transfer, which sounds interesting. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a good thing, I guess, because you're talking about being able to transfer anywhere within the local. And instead of UPS handling it, the union would be handling it, which I guess to some would be a big deal, especially if they want to go from like Brooklyn to Queens or from to Manhattan. Right. It'll be within our local. So it'll be, you know, maybe uh, the Nassau building or, you know, a place like that. But, uh, but as far as I, I, I know, was there's not really to... so much of a problem being getting transferred. 
I mean, you know what? It takes a little time, and sometimes the company takes longer to put in the transfer than they right. should. So if the union was in control of it, maybe we'd have a little more, uh, you know, it'd be a little more rapid paced, and we wouldn't have to have, you know, have to deal with all the bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. I can't even fucking say it. Can you say it, Chad? No more beers for you. <laughs> bureaucracy. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, man, I thought we got rid of that doofy laugh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what? Oh, and you know what? Uh, another. Th and you know what? Those are some of the TOKs. And I don't know if the members were paying attention to to all of that that was going on. And uh, you you know because uh, from what I heard from some of the members, when stuff like that was being spoken about, not a lot of people were like I don't know if they were paying attention. But right. and another thing, if you're at a union meeting, and I wasn't there obviously, so I'm not gonna you know well you know what I'm not gonna sugarcoat it either. If you're at a union meeting and people are fucking speaking, keep your mouth fucking shut. I mean honestly, and I'm sorry to to, to be so adamant about it, but. You know, from what I'm hearing, there was a lot of lot of talking in the background, and people are trying to speak. And you got a union and young members there, and I come on, we're here to set president. We're here to set a good example. That's you right. know, that's right. No, you're not putting out this fucking fire. It's not happening because it, 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 it. And and you know what? Maybe I shouldn't speak because I wasn't there. But if I was there, I would have probably said something. You know, if I was gonna get up on the mic, one of the things I definitely would have asked was about, you know, what's going on with the outsourced jobs, with the, you know, with with all these uh, porters. And, and I see that a lot. Like I'm going into my buildings, and and they, it's it's very strange to see not they're not union members, and they're cleaning out floors, they're you know cleaning out uh, toilets. These are union jobs. You know, they, they, it's it, you shouldn't have out. It shouldn't be outsourced work. You know, it's it, outsourced has been killing our country. You, you know, try calling your phone and call customer service, and, and your and your your call to get transferred to another country. Yeah, seriously, man. Um, let's get back to the comments real quick because I see we got uh, my boy Frank Whalen on the line. Shout out to Frank. Raul still there. Jamie Haynes with the hard hitting questions. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie Haynes talked about. Uh, they're gonna put they're gonna put these trainees on that extra route, and they don't have a chance to make book. What? Uh, no, we were going to. Well, okay, hold on a second. Uh, Raúl Molestina says I'm talking about doing safety for management for the extra hour. Yeah, I hear that. And uh, and Charlie, I mean Damian Contreras, he seconds that. It, it it's so they can train more soups. Uh, Raul Molestina says we're gonna have to start reading this in real time because we're getting uh, left behind yeah, in the getting, comments. We're getting a lot. Uh, Jason Santiago writes, uh, we was dealing with three incompatible, heartless opponents. It's and Jamie Haynes says it's bad because they're getting an extra training route, but these guys are not making book. I mean, ain't that the fucking truth? You're absolutely right, Jamie. A lot of guys aren't making book. They're using the crap out of them, and then after their time is That's up, right. before their forty days, they send them back packing. You know, and you got to feel bad for some of those guys, man. They're just trying to make a living. Yeah, they're trying to eat. One, the uh, Jason is again Santi uh, Johnny Santiago again. One, the company. Two, the incompetence, and three, a brown noser deal maker. <laughs> Whoa, he's feeling a type of way. Uh, Frank Whalen liked that statement. Then we got my man Aces over here. They talk a lot in the back. Yeah, I know they they were talking a lot in the back. That's what I was hearing. That's why I got to bring it up because you know, you know, and yeah, I know. I think they were disgruntled though. <laughs> you know, and uh, so much for walls. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> but but you know when guys are speaking come on guys this, this is a union meeting we want to try to hear everybody especially the, the new union members you know you guys got to set a, an example and, and again I apologize for not being there and I'm not going to miss the next one I can promise you that I don't care if the fucking there's an earthquake and the rock himself Dwayne the Rock Johnson is making a movie and he's trying to save us all I'm still going to kick him out of the way and say excuse me sir I got to get to the meeting <laughs> So I think I, I think we have to um, we should congratulate uh, Johnny and, and uh, who's the other one? D Dom for D -Dom. the grievances. Yeah. D Dom. Oh, here you we know, go. Some, you were waiting for this. Yeah, it was some some big news. You know, they got some something that hasn't happened in uh, in a few years. They got some grievances paid. That's right. They got uh, I believe it was like fourteen grievances paid, man. Fourteen grievances. 14 you know? grievances paid. And they got pictures, and it's official with the checks in their in the, hands. In the They're holding the them hand, like fucking is, poker which cards. Which is great. You know, could you imagine that feeling? Like, hey, <laughs> here's these checks. Yeah. You know, and yeah. let me tell you, you know when, when my last grievances were paid? I had a grievance I remember I put in. You know who handed me my grievance check? Who was that? Mr. Vinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Vinny Perone. Yeah, he got my grievance paid. El Presidente. Paid. El Presidente gave me my, my grievance and check. And you got the nerve to talk about the man. <laughs> oh, fucking believable. <laughs> No, but listen, Vinny's a hard, uh, hardcore stand-up guy, man. He he speaks his mind, and, and that's what I respect about him. But, you know, a lot of sh a shout-out goes to Anthony Cerulli for making sure those guys got those grievances paid, man. Yeah, shout-out to him. And shout-out to the stewards that are actually out there doing their jobs, that are catching supervisors working. Shout-out to D-Dom and Jason Santiago, man. Great job on that, guys. You know, that's right. Make it rain. You got that money. Get that money. <laughs> I'm playing that song for you guys. Ah, yeah. So... I think there should be a show, and and I think that picture spread a lot more than, than what than, than the publicity that it has, because this should teach other stewards to be more productive. Just got paid, baby, Friday night. So this should teach the stewards because uh, Johnny and D Dom are from, I believe, Cortona and Flushing. Right, they're in the mass, but both right. of them are mass. But, with, right? but we need everyone to do it. Everyone should be posting pictures. Everyone, you know, the stewards should be should be running the lines and making sure uh, uh, supervisors are working, and they should be putting them grievances. Because you, you can't tell me that uh, in Flushing and Cortona Park are the only centers that our, our supervisors are working. You cannot, you can't tell me that. No, I'm pretty sure it's got to be. I mean, if they were doing it there, I'm pretty sure. That, but it could be that. Um, being that those grievances got paid, maybe it's trickling. It's trickling down, and well, the other ones so. are scared. The other supervisors are scared now because they know stuff is getting paid. So they're like, you know what? Let's back off. Let's be careful. But uh, are you uh, trying to suggest that maybe some of the other stewards in the building? And that's aren't exactly the... what I'm trying to say. Oh, wow. Because I'm not seeing pictures and I'm not hearing anything that other stewards are doing what they have to do. Uh, you know, I want to see. I want to see more pictures. I want to see you know 15 grievances from different centers. I go, you know, listen, I walk up and down my line. I see supervisors working all the time. You go, you go to or any, uh, listen, I'm not allowed in any other buildings, but I know Masper is not the only building supervisors are working. You know, these, uh, these, uh, these delegates wouldn't be hitting the building so hard if they didn't know this, uh, supervisors were, if supervisors weren't working. And they're the mm -hmm. ones, they're the last line of defense. You know, the stewards are the first line of defense. Nothing's supposed to get past the stewards, and then if it does, that's when the e-board comes in and steps in, and, and, and they handle it. But I don't think it's happening enough. I think that the stewards should be more productive. Listen, if you have to show up, you're being paid. You're being paid. You're getting a check every six months to represent you know, your members in your, in, your, uh, in, your, uh, in your center. Really? I held it in, bro. I didn't let Jeez. it go on the mic. Come on, bro. <laughs> Stop bothering me, Chuck. Okay, so uh, 
We got oh Raul Molestina just basically said that uh, the training route for the the training route that was the extra route put in for the uh, for those TOKs was basically an extra route they were putting in so that right. the twenty two fours that were coming would have a training route which is well I didn't even know they were gonna be well that's interesting thank you for putting us on to that Raul yeah. uh, Santiago was saying that he had fourteen man Santiago himself had the fourteen D Dom had wow. another five wow so, so that's nineteen yeah that's nineteen a, that's nineteen out of uh, I think we have five center so that's just my building what's happening in the other buildings yeah seriously i mean i gotta find out i'm gonna start asking around at foster avenue to see how many uh, grievances are being paid there or if any were done but they only get paid if you put them in yeah are absolutely. all the stewards are all the stewards doing what they have to do or are they just showing up and collecting a check I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're going to find out within the next couple of months, you know. I feel that, um, I know this is just our show here, and we're, 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 we're just trying to spread the word, but at the same time, I think uh, some of what you were saying last week was, was correct in that um, maybe we should have a grading system, a grading system for the members, a grading system for the stewards. That's right. And even a, a grading system for the uh for the executive board, so, I feel like every so migrating. So I, I, this was something I wanted to bring up. Uh, we're oh, gonna we be... got a phone call coming in, Charlie. Okay. Wow. Who? who uh, okay, put him on the line. Put him through. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Good afternoon, man. This is Tony Rosario, and this is Charlie. Uh, what's your name, and where are you from, brother? Johnny Santiago, master. Hey, hey Chief Stewart Johnny, what's up, Johnny, Papa? What's up, brother? Yeah. I just want to chime in. I'm on as far as the grievance, and it goes back to something that was said at the general membership meeting actually i wanted to go up on the mic but for some reason i didn't i just wanted to give uh, a chance to uh the newcomers that was going up on the mic and i just want to say something and anytime we have a, a a big turnout like that and we actually have new guys walk up to the mic we actually make progress if, if we have newcomers just step up in there that takes a lot so that's number one absolutely. and number two absolutely well said i man. heard a gentleman say um about um putting in grievances that um now they put in a bullseye in his back and i'm gonna speak for me and d-dom and masper right. um a real steward like he enforces listen for the most part i could tell, talk for me and d-dom we do not have to go to the member and get your signature your authorization what we do is if you was violated we are gonna grieve in your behalf as the master wow. grieving so therefore there's no bullseye on the back they want to come at somebody come after us we don't want to put in the grievance we addressing the violation so to, I'm not, I don't want to beat up on, on the stewards that, that's not putting in grievance out there right. or whatever. And, but to the members, you don't have to be afraid because if they're violating you, it's just stewards' rights. You know what? And just say, fuck it. I'm going to grieve anyway because they, they're not going to violate the contract and they're not going to walk right over you. So shame on the, the stewards that's not grieving it and shame on the stewards that's actually leaving the hard work for the members. Right. right. And, that's, and that's, that's exactly my point there. Is we need to start getting more stewards just as you and, uh, and D-Dom are so productive. Because, Johnny, listen, I see you every morning. And you're walking the line. You're one. You're, you're probably the biggest pain in the ass in the building. You know, you and uh, and D Dom. How often is that happening in other buildings or even in other centers? You guys, are you telling me that Justin, you two guys centers, you're the only centers that you have supervisors working? Uh, no, they actually. So, well, I, I just don't go to my center. I just me. I walk the line from box line seven all the way to the strain line belt. Me, so you're telling me you go, my, you go to other centers and, and, and yeah. you're filing grievances to other centers? 
I hit everybody. Everybody sees me in the <laughs> wow. vogue section, and the, every I go all over the building just because you know why. Anytime I walk up in the place, I'm already pissed off. I look at these low qualities, and I'm like, you know what? They 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 allegedly preaching fucking safety. There's right. no fucking egress. I'm overweight. I'm, I'm being loaded in the wrong places. Hazmat without no paperwork, and all this shit pisses me the fuck off. And it goes back to you know who the preload manager. That all he's concerned is about the numbers. Yo, we gotta wrap right. up so that way we can look good on the fucking AM time. Don't give a fuck where these packages are loaded. Listen, I see thousands of fucking packages in one little corner and all that. And that shit pisses me the fuck off. So I say, you know what? I'm going to go hit the whole fucking building and put these grievances on home. And now, you know what? Like the saying says, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> nice, nice. Johnny, I, a, a, a question because I saw you brought this up. Um, as far as guys getting bullseyes put on them for actually putting in grievances if they're not stewards, I mean, as far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, aren't you allowed to put in, if they do try to come after you, isn't there something uh, called retaliation? Like, wouldn't it be considered retaliation if you put in a grievance as a member and they start trying to come after you and harassing you? That's a good point. And, and, and yes, yes, it is. You you put in another one for retaliation, and then if you want, and then if you want, you know, listen, you call the 800 number, and if you want, there's possibility label charges and all that, so it doesn't end there. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So it's there's no the reason for guys right. to be scared. That's right. So and these are the things that will, that happen when you're in the union. That's if right. You're, if you're in a non-union, you don't get these rights. Now I let get. Me, let me make this clear, so, so you guys can know, because I got to give them a big fucking shout out. You see, the pictures that you saw, we take, we took two different sets. One pictures we were serious, and the next one we was laughing because Cerulli came back and said, "Hey, John." Who's 11-11? I was like, I don't know. He said, these these are not your guys? I said, yeah. He said, well, those are your guys from across the street, dummy. I forgot the center number. So those grievances, more grievances popped up. So I told D-Dow, we got to take more grievances, more pictures. You know, like, there was a typo. But <laughs> I want to give him a big shout out because you know what? Well, today is what? February 23rd? Yeah. Today is February 23rd. And I want the whole public and everybody who's listening. February 23rd, my boy D-Dom completed. He just submitted so far on February 20th. He got 63 grievances for the year already put in. Wow. You go, D-Dom. Good shit, brother. And you know what? A lot of people are probably saying, oh, well, these guys are starting shit with the company. They're putting in too many grievances. No, and no, that's no. not what this is no, about. We're it, talking we're about violating our rights right. and violating the contract. That's, right. that's all no, it's let about. Me tell you, let me tell you what we also did, too, to show you, to show, because the company is not listening to us about egress, about low quality, about hazmat. We, for the first time, we're going to show them, because I'm going to be honest and I'm going to make it clear so everybody could know. I am taking this occupational training with, with, with OSHA and all that. And one of the, I'm reading up on, oh, on audits shit, and I'm up, we don't oh, submit an information request for the OSHA log for everybody in the master facility that got hurt accidents and injury to make sure that everything is up current nice. and they said yo it's a big database it's a lot of we said we don't care we only want Island City so now they told us that the BA got to get involved we got the BA involved and we already submitted another grievance because they didn't they didn't answer the grievance in a timely manner. So th this is what we're doing right now. And everybody else out there should be doing it too. Listen, oh, yeah. if you want to. And the reason why I did this was because somebody in safety asked me, hey, where, I, I won't say his name. Where is such and such? I haven't seen him. Is he on disability? And I'm like, wait a minute. You don't know that my guy got hurt two weeks ago on comp? So therefore, if you don't know, that means it's not registered and it's not logged. And to those out there, that is a big, hefty fine where OSHA, when, when accidents Huge. and injury is not reported and recorded properly. Right. Yeah, but listen, there's, we, have, we, we have the plan, we have a plan in place. We have the right people you know, you, 
we have uh we have D Dom who are doing the right things and making that building a lot safer. You have a lot, Johnny. You're already doing a lot. You know, like uh, you're you're coming in early. I, you know, I call you sometimes in the morning. You're coming. You're you're already on your way to work. I, I leave my house like seven a.m. and Johnny's already at the building. You know, <laughs> walking up and down a line and with a, with a paper filling out filling out grievances. You know, I, we need more of that. And I want to well, know where that is. You know, we just went back to Master. Right. And um, I uh, I attach uh, a commitment that supervisors, um, I guess they agree and sign when they when they become supervisors that they're not going to violate our CBAs. And, and now I'm attaching that to the grievance. And I was I was told by the by the uh, by the manager and the preload that I'm the only one grieving them. Why? I said, well, I didn't ask to come back to this building. You know what I'm saying? I said, if I got to get up early, I'm not going to sit in my car like a lot of guys do. I'm going to walk right. up in here and I'm going to do my tour. You know, and I see people working and violating because you know what? I'm not looking for extra money and I don't need the extra money. But right. you know what? We're not wrapping up on time, That's which right. only means one thing. You're not going to send preloaders home and wait for the That's drivers right. to come. That's right, and right. if you need help, if you need help, I got 90 fucking drivers that's willing to come and get that overtime right. and help you out so we can wrap up on time. That's right. That's right. And they and that's, why, that's what usually happens. You know, when they know 8, 830 rolls around, they start sending the preloaders home. They start home. sending preloaders home. And guess what? All these, all this work, all in the cage. They want you to go in the cages, you know, dive in these cages, get the packs and unload your own trucks. Listen, we as soon as we punch in, all we're supposed to do is check our airs, close it up, and leave. That That's our job. We're not supposed to be preloading. Yeah. I see these preloaders, they'll leave like one or two on the line, and they got to walk up and down by themselves, and they're just throwing stuff in the truck because they're not trying but to kill themselves. But this is what happened um, um, about two weeks ago, right? They, um, I have a 22, uh, 22-3 um, um, combo driver that he's he was my loader. So, of course, he packs up on time because he has to get dressed and go to the route. Right. So, meanwhile, um, they dispatch him and send him home. But now here you have a supervisor that's continuing the load, the task. I'm like, are you serious? And this same supervisor was the same supervisor who put a, a hazmat package in my vehicle. Now, I made some a stink out of it. And once again, what the company did, they tried to put me and the preloader to fight that I reported him. I said, no, no, this goes back to the supervisor. Lack of training. They didn't train him properly. You know what? Because it's funny. Last year, I remember last year, the building's. The the horns and um through the through the system was ringing right. We had a, a fire drill, right. and um we had a fire drill. And here I had four of my supervisors in the break area smoking and all that. They don't know what to do. And I came out and said, "Yo, you don't know what the fuck is that?" It's like, nah. I said, "Yo, that's a fucking evacuation siren." I said, "We got a fucking assemble in the red assembly area." They didn't even fucking know. So this Holy just show you right there. You know what I'm saying? How the fuck are you gonna teach me if you don't even know the methods yourself? That's right. Yeah, man. That's wow. That's a huge safety violation right there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, of course, what the company did, you know, management team, they took the they took the the, uh, the broom and the dustpan, they swept it, and you know, threw it right under the fucking rug. You want to hold us to the fucking methods, but meanwhile, you guys can't preach by that or bye bye. You know what I'm saying? Right. Listen, is the methods made to be broken? Because it's funny. What's good today is not good tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? We right. we changing we changing the rules as we go along. Look, look, look what they're doing right now. Right now, to get numbers, they're doing these bullshit OJSs, and they're making everybody release everything but the fucking kitchen sink. Is that, is that what you guys do for fucking numbers? Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Any other time, any other time, let me let me just use the name, Miss Charlie, Miss Charlie in the fifth floor, 
um, is going to put in a complaint because you know what? Charlie felt to go all the way up there because he left it in the lobby. Because th this is what they want you to do uh, on the OGS. They want you to leave it at the lobby. But then any other time, you know what? You have you know you have to go upstairs and they'll try to write you up because you didn't do that. So make up your mind. What uh, is it? Do don't and then we tell LP the same thing. Yo, it's driver's discretion. Driver release, driver's discretion. Oh well, you know this. Nobody can give us a definite answer. So you know what I'm saying. We have no fucking system. That's right. You know, they only use that. The, the system, they only use it to try to hurt us and discipline us. But yeah. you know what? At the same token, the same rules we use for them, we could hurt them back. Like I said, the biggest thing right now is the biggest thing that they, they need to concentrate on is safety. And safety is real big in our building. And I think safety is changing. It's, 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 happening, it's happening gradually. Of course, we will all like to see it happening a lot faster, especially me, being that I'm in safety. I I need some I need someone so I can bounce questions off. You're, and you're tired of putting banana in people's tailpipes. I'm, I'm tired of putting bananas in tailpipes. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're looking so we're looking for answers, and, I, and I'm glad I have someone that I can get I can get answers from. And it's a it, maybe maybe they didn't know that the safety was such a big thing because a lot of people feel, especially when I when I was coming up we thought safety was just like the sweet gig where you just pop in early, you hang out in the office and you just talk shit for about an hour. Get an extra but now, hour over time. But now they, the, the safety has been, has been, you know, reworked and now it's per center and, and everyone's kind of responsible. And so now you have to, now you have someone to blame now. Before it was just no blame. Right. You know? Right. So now you have someone to blame and it's so, and it's so condensed. So now you have four, you know, three, five guys who are, you know, doing the safety thing and they, and, and they teaching or they showing, they're giving knowledge to all the members. So now you have someone to blame now. And, well, and, I, and I know, and I know, listen, Johnny, you had, you appointed some people and you also got rid of people because you felt they weren't doing what they were supposed to do in the safety. Am I, am I correct by that? You're 100% right. Like I said, you know what? Any, anytime I see that somebody's compromised or whatever, first, before anything, you look at things from a union point of view. I don't give a fuck what the company's saying and this and that because they're always going to try to turn it around right. against us. Listen, it's, it's simple. Look at the big picture. And don't, if I find it or even smell that you're being compromised, Frank you got to go. Oh. oh, wow. We got uh, a call coming in. Uh, I think uh, this is... Fred Zuckerman. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, guys, get prepared. We got a big guy coming on the line. Uh, this is uh, Union Power Radio. Tony and Charlie speaking. Yeah, I was calling in for Hector Fortas. Oh, hey, Fred Zuckerman. Hector Fortas is uh, no longer on the show, but, man, we are very happy that you called in because we had some huge questions for you. Is that you okay? Doing, would you mind, this is Charlie. Would you mind speaking to Fred. us, Fred? Fred, glad to call in. Going. How you guys doing? How doing you doing, great. Fred? Listen, we're really Good. excited. We're, we're hearing a lot about the IBT and what's going on right now. We know you guys, Sean O'Brien just joined on. Uh, you guys got Juan Campos now, and uh, you guys Matthew. are doing like a you, you guys are creating like a like a powerhouse team. Over yes, there. yes, Matthew yes, Tabai. Is that how you pronounce his name, Matthew Tabai or Tibby? Matt. Matt Tavy. 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 Okay. Matt Tavy from right. Providence, Rhode Island. That's right. That's yeah. right. So talk to us a little, Fred. Uh, uh, how did you guys decide to get all this together, and, and what was the idea of getting in Sean O'Brien? Well, you know, Sean and I see things alike. We uh, we know that the, uh, the international union's going in the wrong direction. Uh, you guys have seen it. We knew it way back in 2013. We never expected that they would implement a national contract like they did, but you know, they're capable of doing that stuff. And we just need new leadership. I mean, the international union is, uh, 
He's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right now, they're not doing anything at all. And, you know, if we're going to take this union back and put it back on the right ground, we have got to uh, find the right leaders to lead this thing forward. That's when me and Sean had uh, agreed to start a slate and get that going. And we're filling the slate. Uh, we're doing it methodically. Uh, we're getting the best leaders out there that are going to represent the members. And we're going to start announcing them uh, just like we've been doing. We've announced three over the last two weeks. And in the next month or so, you're going to see some more come on the slate. Are you going to uh, pick any members that ran with you the last time, like the six members you had last time? Or is it just like a completely new crew of people? No, no. Some some of the uh, ones that we had last time will be with us. Okay. Well, and, and that's good because y'all all know each other. I know how you, you can work together. You can all mesh together and, and, and make great things happen. Sure. You know, Matt Taby was on the slate with us last time, too. You know that. Right, right. I know Matt Taby right. was one of them. That's why I wasn't sure if you were bringing him back. Sean O'Brien, oh, though, yeah. was tricky for us because we knew he was. He used to be a Hoffa guy. So what was the uh, – how did you guys bring him over to your side? Like, how did he leave the dark side and come over to the force? You know, the way Sean puts it, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but when you're on a team, you just uh, try to be a team player. Right. He just had enough of them. Right. He, uh, he's a great trade unionist. He does a great job up at Local 25. He leads Joint Council 10 up there. They do a, a fabulous job organizing, representing the membership, negotiating contracts, uh, working hard, and that's what they're supposed to be doing. So he, uh, he's going to be a big plus to us. He sees things the way we do. Uh, he was willing to get away from them to uh, start talking about, uh, you know, creating a stronger union. Right. And he actually demonstrated that when he was appointed the uh, uh, the UPS director. The first thing he did was reach out to the other side. He reached out to me and some others and said, look, we need to unite. We've got to have unity to build strong contracts, particularly at UPS. And they fired him over it. You know, they don't want to see that. And I think that's what broke the camel's back. He said a little. Uh, what do you think about this contract that UPS just rammed down most of the, uh, this new IBT contract? They just rammed down a lot of the UPS's throats. Well, it's, it's a concessionary contract. Everybody knows it. That's why it was voted down. You know, at UPS, as many members have they got, they've only got 208,000 voting members. But at UPS, you're not going to ever get the 50%. Right. And what they did was 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 just crazy to uh, implement the contract, particularly on a first pass. Now, the contract or the Constitution language, everybody knows what it says, but it doesn't mean that they have to implement it. What it means is that they can implement it under the two-thirds rule, or they can go back into negotiations. They took the coward's way out. Right. They said, you know, right, we don't want to go back into negotiations. We're just going to implement it, and then we're going to hide behind this constitutional language, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do with that. And you know what? Just for that reason alone, they shouldn't be in office. They, they have defied the will of the membership. They've let them down. They undermined everything unionism is about. And just because of that, they need to be voted out of office. So, Fred, let me ask you, because... They're, 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 they're union members. They're supposed to be representing the Teamsters. Why do why you think they're not representing us? Why, why do you think they're so uh, for the company and then and they're not giving us the benefits of, of and they're taking away everything that we've worked so hard for? Basically, why are they selling us out? 
Yeah, I, I don't know why they're doing it. You know, you'd have to ask them. Uh, I just don't think that they have the intestinal fortitude to do the job. I don't. I think they're weak. I think they're cowards. And I've been saying that for a long time. I mean, this isn't the first one they've done. And, and I've been saying that they've cowards for a long time. They never wanted to take on UPS and never wanted to stand behind the members. And correct, and get cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Fred. They've never, ever in the past implemented the two-thirds rule. Like, we've had low turnouts before, but they've always held solid to what the members wanted. This is the first time I remember, being a Teamster since 1994, them ever implementing the two-thirds rule. At at UPS, I believe that is correct. Uh, The three supplements that they implemented on us in 2013, which was the Louisville Air Supplement, the Western Pennsylvania, and the 623 Rider, uh, they didn't use the two-thirds rule. Actually, they used... That article of the Constitution, but they said that it's in the best interest of the uh, union, and we're just going to go ahead and implement it. So, uh, Fred, if you win the election, you get in. Would you would you take that out the con- uh, Would you take that out the two thirds rule? I had uh, proposed a change based on what they did to us last time in 2013 to change the Constitution. I would take it out. Here's the reason why. Right? We don't need it. If you just go in there and do the job that you're supposed to do, right? to negotiate good contracts for the membership, the membership will ratify good contracts. You don't have to be afraid of the membership. There's smart guys out there, guys and gals, and as long as you're out there doing the job that you was elected to do, you won't have that problem in the first place. Right. Yeah, and the members that are voting are the ones that care, obviously. So those are the votes that should count. They shouldn't worry about the ones that aren't voting because obviously those people really don't give a shit. Yeah, and, my UPS, and you guys know UPS better than anybody. You know, with, with all the part-time kids and moving around and getting the correct addresses and all that stuff, very difficult to do when you're dealing with 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. Wow. Well, we appreciate you phone calling in. I I apologize. Hector's no longer here on the show because he has become a business agent. He left the show to me and Charlie. And um, we appreciate your phone call so very much. I mean, all right, you guys keep up the good work. And uh, I see you guys are in the middle of your uh, rider negotiation, supplemental negotiations. Yeah, that's right. And good luck. Good luck to you guys. You got to stand tough against the company. Oh, we're we're planning on it. Don't worry about what the IBT is going to do. You just get in there and negotiate what's what's best for everybody. Thank you, Fred. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. And you take care of yourself and good luck. We're voting for you guys. You definitely got our vote. You got our vote. Okay, good talking to you guys. Take care of yourselves. Have a good weekend. You Thank too. You. Wow, wow ladies huge. and gentlemen. Did, did you did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. A call from Fred Zuckerman. Wow. I, that's a, <laughs> I'm like... I'm a little flabbergasted right now. <laughs> I can't even... I'm like, my cheeks are rosy, man. Like, I'm blushing, dude. I mean, I, I feel like, wow, for, for him to call the show... I mean, he probably thought Hector was on the air still. <laughs> he did ask <laughs> to did, speak he to he Hector. Him, right? <laughs> but man, oh man, I appreciate that so much. And he definitely had a lot of great things to say. You know, uh, I mean, they got a great group of guys. I mean, they just announced uh, Matthew Tibby. And uh, they already had Sean O'Brien. They already announced him as president. I mean, I'm all for Juan Campos right off the back. Oh man, I want to... I wanted to ask him about why. Oh, Santiago's still on the line oh, too. Yo, Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, sorry about that, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, you got to yeah, hear Fred, on. man. Did you hear him, bro? 
Yeah, man, what'd you think of that? Well, brother, it's a coalition, it's strong, and it's forming, and um, everybody's gearing up for the, uh, you know, for the Nationals, and um, it's about time we suffer long enough, and it's about time we, we bring back this unit to where it should be. Yeah, man, and and he, and they got the right guys. They definitely got the right guys. I mean, uh, look, look at Frank Whalen said he got a Woody. <laughs> Me too, Frank. Yeah. Me too. I was afraid Listen. to say it, but since you said it already, yeah, I caught a semi, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm super excited. I mean, come on, we're talking about we're talking about Fred freaking Zuckerman here, man. Holy cow, that's huge. I mean, do you do you even can fathom how huge that is? Uh, hold on a second. Let me ask Donald. Donald, what do you think of that? That's huge. That's huge. Absolutely huge. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Donald. <laughs> the Donald. Look at those numbers. That's it. He's oh, he, wow, he knows. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so um, yeah, so uh, Johnny, uh, other than that, how, how's it been going dealing with your uh, executive board and, and, and getting your grievances? I mean, how does it feel? It's got to feel good as a, as a shop steward to be able to uh, actually put in grievances and get them paid, man. Listen, man, I, I, I always walk up with my head up high and proud, and um, even now, I, I, I feel more chipped up than ever because now I, I know that one phone call and I could have the National Guard out here, but, you know what I'm saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. I don't really, you know, saying cause trouble or get in trouble like that. All I want is simple, man. Just, you know what I'm saying, uh, follow the contract and, um, and honor whatever is uh, we put in, whatever request. Um, as far as the TOK, because I heard you guys talking about that, the response that I made, I said we had a we had a, a brown noser, right? Uh, we had a thief, <laughs> and and we had a, an incompetent. So that's you know a, the brown noser was Montavo that was dealing with the company. The, right. uh, the thief we all know who he was, um, what he's doing, and then uh, Eddie was just the incompetent that he was just agreeing to everything and all that. So the obvious, you know. Yeah, and you know what? I wanted to bring up a point about that because. Um, it turns out they were also speaking to the meeting. Uh, I don't know if you remember at the meeting, Tony Rizziglione uh, came into the meeting uh, and he said a few things about where our monies were. And it turns out that when Tim Sylvester had taken over for... Um, for uh, for uh, you know Redmond. Uh, Redmond and his crew, right? They had right. about five point two million. Uh, no, it was uh, they they had gotten it at a uh, five point nine million, and mm -hmm. um, and they were able when they ended up giving it over to when they ended up was it five point nine million when Timmy got it? Was that correct? And then uh, we're passing it over now. It was five point two originally, and then when mm -hmm. uh, when the 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 when Tim Sylvester took over, he was able to bring that back up to about 5.9. And then after that, it went all the way back down because uh, Montavo and his uh, the executive board, you know, their team, they ended up, after paying Walter Kane and all the monies that they put into it, they were down at 4.6 million. I mean, we're talking over a million. They were robbing us blind, man. Yeah, and man. If there was um, real leaders, if there was real leaders, they would have done what Tim Sylvester did. You, do you remember when Tim Sylvester, they took a pay cut? Yeah, that's this right. exactly what they should have done. That's right. You just gave this guy money out from our funds, then make up the money, then cut your fucking salary. You know what I'm saying? But they were fucking robbing us blind. And oh. then, I don't know if you know. But he was in there in the general membership meeting, and he was writing stuff down. And then, you know, there's, there's conversation and there's talks out there that he is still planning to run. And oh, I don't know my God. What, but yes. No, thank yes. you. I'm going to say a big no thank you to that.
You know, uh, let me get that Mortal Kombat finish him real quick. We have another caller. Johnny, stay on the line. We have somebody else calling yeah, in. Uh, who's speaking in? Who's calling in? Hi, please? this is the What the Heck Show. You with Charlie and Tony. Finish Wait, did I make it? You you did make it, bro. You're on the line. Yes. Who's this? What the heck? This is Bobby. What What's the heck, on, Bobby? What's up, bro? Where you from? So for, let me let me introduce Bobby. Oh, you know Bobby. I know Bobby. Talk to me so about I Bobby. So I want to introduce Bobby because uh, a lot of people know Bobby, but they don't but know Bobby. Bobby who? Bobby Brown. Bobby who? Bob's Furniture. Hey, I need a three piece set oh, for my. Bobby so Brown. Bobby. So Bobby's the, the is the UPS guy who posts all those videos on Facebook. Oh, Bobby, you're famous, man. Bobby's famous. Bro. Thank you, man. I feel famous with all those hand claps over there. How many people you got oh in the studio? Oh, my God. Those hilarious videos. Yo, yo this is Bobby from the videos, man. So I reached out to Bobby because he, he posts these videos and I'm just like cracking Damn up. fucking hilarious. Because what makes, what, 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 what's so funny about it is that we go through the same things. And he's, Bobby, can you let everybody know where, where, where you're from and what local you're at? Uh, I'm in Connecticut, 191. You know, um, Bobby, I didn't even know you were a real UPS, bro. I thought you were fucking around. No, are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead ass, man. I didn't even know you were a real UPS guy. I thought you were just doing pranks, like in uniform. I was like, well, he got yo, all this but, stuff. Yo, but he's great. Oh, no, I wish. This, this guy is just great. Like, he's just so funny. And every and what's funny is that, you know, my favorite one thing was when he had the helper. The helper ones. Oh, oh my God. God I was dying. Because they came at the perfect time because we had helpers. Yeah, because we had helpers. And we have to deal with that stuff. You're lucky you don't get some of the... Uh, the uh the ghetto <laughs> helpers that we get sometimes because oh, we yeah. really got some tough helpers how's it going connecticut what'd you say you were in connecticut uh, our local 199 yeah, connecticut. yeah yeah 191 in connecticut um maybe like 40 minutes from new york okay all right Bobby. not too bad so, but the helpers are premium you know just like around the country they're they're top-notch quality so <laughs> <laughs> so so bobby how, how'd you start the videos like what made you start doing videos um, it's uh, that started back in um I don't know if you remember Wiz Khalifa Black and Yellow. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I was just driving one day and I was like, yo, brown and yellow, brown, <laughs> brown and yellow. And yeah, you know, we made this video and it was great. And then uh, the district manager saw it or some somebody saw it from corporate, and they brought me in the room like Matrix and they were like, you gotta take that down. You can't be a rapper and a UPSer. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I just started. I had maybe like three years under my belt. Wow. And then that, that's where it originally started. And then it started, I don't know if it happened for you guys, but it got like really heavy. Like it felt like peak never stopped for like right. a year. And uh -huh. I was like, man, this is crazy. Is anybody else doing this? So I made like a video about like walking up a hill or something. And there was like four UPSers, like one from California, one from Texas. And they were like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really heavy over here. And I said, wait a second, what about this? And I made another quick video. And it seems that everybody, no matter where you are delivering boxes, it's the is same doing thing. the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, we're all dealing with the same issues, man. Yeah, well, so I just, I just kept going. I was like, wait, what about this one? Everybody's like, yeah, it happens to me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how about, no, I just can't see. How about this one where your helper does this? They're like, yes. Yes. Said, right. Absolutely. So, so, Bobby, are you getting any, like, is the company coming at you in any way? Are they telling you you should have been doing this? Yeah, are you being harassed by the uh, company at all? Like, uh, any kind of. No. That was the, the first The first one I used. I didn't even use their logos. I put some duct tape over it. I, okay. I hit all of those. But Smart. they came after me with, um, what's it called? Intellectual property. 
they said you you showed the back of the truck and i was like it's they're metal shelves boss and he goes but that's a certain system we have and i was like oh you got it but uh since then i just keep you know keep all the logos out of it okay do them all on designated breaks and nobody said nothing Smart, oh, hey, Bobby. Bobby, what's going on, man? This is Jonathan Santiago from Local 804. I, I was, I what's was going on, John? I had a conversation with a steward not so long ago about that, and, I, and we were talking about that. I wonder, does he get any heat from that, and when does he do it, on lunchtime or whatever? Because mm -hmm. let me tell you something. I love comedy, and I think those videos are hilarious, man. When I see them, not really, like the time with the uh, the helper comes, and he looks in the back of the truck, hey, are we going to deliver all that? <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is exactly <laughs> what we go through every fucking day. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, man. Listen, uh, Bobby, man. We really thank you because your 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 videos, as funny as they are, they're kind of informative. Because, like you said, man, everybody's dealing with those kind of issues, and you make it funny, and you bring it to light, and you put it in a way that everybody could really look at it and enjoy it. And it's very entertaining, man. And we we I just wanted we here at the show. We appreciate you. We love your videos. Yeah, your videos are hilarious. Thank you, man. How many? What's what's thank the you. most views you got on on any of your videos? Uh, I'm not too sure how it works. Um, so Facebook shows you like one number. They'll say right. like you have like 9,000 views or something. Right. And then it'll show you another number of like how many people might have like seen maybe the thumbnail or I don't know if they scroll past it. Like it doesn't mean that they actually watch it, but maybe they seen it on their screen. Right. Well, um, I would put in something that the unions now, like whatever local you're from, you know how the company has these uh, training videos that they make us watch. I say yeah, the union, the union should make us watch some of Yeah, the union should have us watch some of your videos oh, so man. that they can see what it's really all about. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! That, so there's one in like I think Florida and New Jersey. They actually put my the YouTube channel up on the the PCM TV no wherever they, they have it. Get out of here! Yeah, oh, so they put them up there. Wow! Oh, yeah, I, I was like, and that was the union who did that out in Florida. I'm not I'm not sure if it was the union or uh, maybe it was maybe some guy from like the safety committee or somebody had an inside you know like. A, like a super wellness champ was like, yo, if I just, you know, click on YouTube real quick and put it on the TV. Yeah, maybe you can do a video about you calling into the What the Heck show and give yeah. us some love. <laughs> you, can, you can make fun of Robin oh, over go. here. Yeah, you can make fun of Chuck over here. Listen, uh, Bobby, uh, you want to tell everybody here who's listening where they can see your videos and, and, and how they could find you and follow you? Um, I think the easiest way is, is ups and browns. One word, no spaces. Just just like when you're delivering you up ups and downs. Uh, well, that's a great play on words, Bobby. <laughs> great play on words. You heard that, folks. Ups and browns. Uh, go ahead. What, what else do they have to do? Uh, ups and browns should, if you just put that in Google, it'll give you, you know, Facebook, YouTube, um, uh, website, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is my main platform where I'm like most interactive. But it should link you yeah, in, a, gotta, in a big circle. I'm gonna back follow to you on Instagram. Are you ups and browns on Instagram hey, Bobby, as well? Hey Bobby, I want to make a suggestion because I'm, I'm, I love the comedy, man. Maybe you could do something with like a, a sectional sofa going all the way to the fifth floor and the help <laughs> asking you. Yeah, I'm sure you could dress it up real nice and sexy, but I, that shit would be funny as fuck. Because <laughs> um, if you notice, right now we no longer delivering 20, 30 pounds. You know, now we got a here's the washing machine and the stove. You know, going to yeah. the, going to the tenth floor and there's no elevator. <laughs> I just seen the washer and dryer. The guy put it on him. So he said, now we deliver washers and dryers. And I said, this yeah. is not looking good for our future, man. 
We're gonna be hit. We're gonna have busted up knees and like. So you've been so you've been a driver your your whole your whole career. Uh, three three years inside and eleven years driving now. Oh, thirteen year veteran. Thirteen years. So how is how is it that uh how is your you know local over there? How's your union? Uh, the one that I came, I just was at a smaller building, um, down like Southern Connecticut and that's okay, but right. you're going to be, it's going to be crazy when I say this. So just, you gotta just sit down. I can't remember any grievances being filed. Like, oh, I don't know if this wow. is like a public forum, but I've never seen it done. Mm -hmm. wow. Can if you can believe that this this is um, a public forum so there are a lot of listeners last last week we got up to over a thousand listeners so yeah yeah people so, are hearing nice. you well i mean that's like the grievance process like when i file a grievance do i like stand up in front of people and like i'm filing a grievance against the man it's a lot more low-key okay so maybe it has and i just Johnny, I gotta stay out of the gossip loop, so we, whoever's like, you know. We got Johnny Santiago on the line right now. He's a chief steward at a mass but sure. he could explain to you a little about the grievance process. Go ahead, Johnny Santiago. Uh -huh. School this guy and let him know what he has to do. No, yeah, please. Not, not, nothing at all. We just come in and we ask the five W's, the who, what, where, when, and why. And what <laughs> happened, and then we feel that it's grievable, and then they violated and all that. We just put the paperwork in, and then just, you know, they got 24 hours to, to respond to the grievance, and then after that, we give it to a hot one step prior. We give to the business agent and they take it up with labor but no there's um there's you know there's no 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 reason to advertise or or do mm -hmm. anything I mean, sometimes we just have to have fun with the grievance checks and just post them and all that yeah. to show members and encourage that you know what crime does pay but um yeah because you if you have the audacity and the balls to violate my contract then don't deny my grievance you know you was violating you know you was working listen <laughs> I, um it's like the mob all i, I want to do is wet my beak <laughs> so Bobby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you um are your loads like full and, and you're doing long hours how, how are your loads when you're going out um so i just switched uh building so i went to another building and um that is like a much more well like it's a well-run building there's no problems you ask for eight hour day you got well below that um nice. you know you call out it's just okay see you tomorrow there's no wow. fuss or whatever so it's awesome wow uh, so where you at so where you at they don't they don't they don't walk around with a big calculator well yesterday you did 299 stops you punched out at 645 i, I gave you today 287 you should be done by five yeah yeah, no, that, that, yeah that was Ryan. the old building. this building is is nice they don't they don't they're not on you for telematics or your score count. Um, I transferred in the middle of peak to this building, so I was like unfamiliar with the route. Right. And a, they just helped me. Do you Go have ahead. a lot of trainees? Do you have Do you have a lot of trainees in your building? Uh, no, but somebody mentioned that we're getting some guys next week or the following week. No, I, I don't know if they're new because we have every center right now has like over 10, 10 trainees, and and I don't understand because. The company is really? going in the direction they want the 22 fours because supposedly, allegedly, it's to alleviate the drivers from the 9-5 and all that. But now, the picture is that, too. How the fuck is it that we have all these extra bodies right now? But what they do, they send everybody home, schedule off, and they cut loads and build loads. So what the fuck do we need the extra bodies for? That's why I should do. You have a lot of trainees in your building because I, I don't get that. That type of algebra I didn't learn in school. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you need a body. <laughs> you got the extra bodies. But here, you're going to cut loads, send guys home. And now Joe, Joe, Mary, and Lou is here to work. And then, you know, you're going to take six routes and give it to those three guys. Uh-huh. 
So Bobby, what what are, UPS what, algebra? That's what. What, it what, what like. is what are your loads look like? How many stops do you how many stops do you usually go out with a day? Um, so this route is it sounds crazy, but it's like 170 to 180 stops mm. um, or packages, but no, but no pickups by um, by yourself think, with no helper. Yeah, and and it's I, I know it's like I sound I sound no. like a, I'm going to no. be a supervisor no. next no. week. They, they really <laughs> fall off. The stops really no. fall off. Let me right. tell you, no. I just follow the trace, and it's no. good. No. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Uh, this is off topic, but when you went into the new building, um, uh-huh. did you get like uh, a lot of guys that watch your videos and they were like, hey, I fucking know you, man. Like, did you get a lot of love or? It was it was pretty cool. It was it was really crazy because uh, I started there when I like maybe the first six months of my career. I started driving up there and then I left to come back closer to my house. Okay. Um, but management, and like I said, this building was so bad that I moved back up there and I, I, I commute like 20 minutes to work now. Oh, okay. So when I got up there, the guy's like, yo, I know you, you're the, you're the guy on the videos. <laughs> and just recently there was a supervisor, I guess he transferred from somewhere. And he said, holy shit, you're the guy from YouTube. <laughs> and man, I, I didn't know what to say. I felt like I was on a red carpet. I felt like nice. there was a yeah, nice. like, oh, You're, you're fucking famous, Bobby. You know, you, know, you know, Bobby, we get the same thing when we walk around. You know, we get we get noticed when we go out, too. Well, I don't know. I don't go out too much. But Charlie, I guess, apparently is a, <laughs> is a rock star. <laughs> that's what I say. I'm like, I don't get out much unless it's in a brown truck. That's that's about it. Yeah, mm. I'm. You know, I'm a family man. I got two little boys. I do a lot of stuff with them. I, I don't party as much as I used to. That's why I got so hammered mm-hmm. last night. When I get a chance to go out and get drunk, hey, I'm, I'm going all in. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. How, how old are the boys? Oh man, six and seven. Two little ones. Okay. Oh, brand brand new, huh? Yeah, brand, brand new, bro. New, not brand new, new but brand, they're brand out the box. They're pretty much not out the brand, box, but they're the getting box. there. They're getting there. <laughs> yeah, they're playing sports. Uh, how about you, Bobby? You got some kids? Uh, I got three, three boys. Oh, oh wow! wow two got, more, and you got, got yourself got a basketball yeah, team. Bobby got kids. <laughs> yeah, no, no, three, three, uh, three's the limit. Three's the limit. Yeah. So, so Bobby, what is? Uh, are you working on something new? Um. I did uh, some ther- the therapist ones, and I did uh, what else did I do? The supervisor on the road. I think the supervisor is going to have to follow the delivery guy onto the you know route. He's going to be following him. Like you, you need to step it up. You need to go faster. <laughs> I'm already laughing. Um, yeah. uh, that sounds I good. I have to finish the ghost, the helper ghost from you know past, present, and future. Yeah, right. Nice. You, you got to show the super uh, the supervisor running out and trying to hold the door open for you and shit. Oh my god! Yeah, all awkward and shit because he doesn't know how to do it. You know what you got to do just too. I had a guy yesterday try to open the door with a pit bull, and he tried to do you know that leg move that they do where they have that one leg that they're trying to block this four hundred pound dog to get you. <laughs> right, right. And you're just like, you shut the door. You got a great head for this, uh, and and you know what's also good? Do a before and after picture. Like this is your load without a OJS, and then this is your load when being OJS, and you show the that difference. You know, one's completely empty basically, and the other one is like loaded to the rafters. <laughs> yeah, that's it's perfect. They're like, yeah, you can't do this in six hours, and they're like, it never fucking looks like this. Never, oh. never. So, and the trace is all right turns. Like it's never a left turn. There's no construction. There's no. Mm-hmm. No dogs. No. 
So Bobby, uh, so as far as far as your union, do, do you feel your union is doing what they uh, are they uh, are they doing what they're supposed to be doing for their members, protecting their members? Yeah. Do you do you uh do you go to the executive board meetings? Do you know who your executive board is, and have they been you know like your business mm -hmm. agent? Is he going to the building, doing his job, making sure? I mean, I don't know. You were talking about grievances not being filed earlier, but I'm not sure if the new building they're doing this or anybody's. Yes. Um, so it's uh so the build two buildings have the same union. Um, and I just I think the the new building is um, he's he's there more often. Uh, there's more of a presence, and I think that he's already set the tone. So I don't see many problems. There's not much like um, conflict. You know what I mean? It's just like really smooth sailing. Like because we do the job, and they they leave us alone. They don't try to add more stops or. You know, here here in this local, we have uh, yeah. guys are like getting constantly walked out. You know, maybe a week you get about you get about five to ten guys that are getting constantly walked out. Are you having that same problem where you guys are um, from up there in Connecticut? What does that mean? What do you like? Like, like they're they trying to, to terminate. Like right. No, no, no. No, no, no. Terminated. Terminated. You're getting five or ten guys getting yeah. terminated a week. You get put on a seventy-two hour discharge, and they just walk you right out of the building. Sometimes we call it we call it getting walked out. Yeah. Wait, are you are you like uh, for for like nonsense stuff like being over nine five or? It, it could be it, it could be it could be just about anything. I mean, there's guys that maybe an unreported accident or uh, sometimes no, we got to go more silly than that. Integrity. I mean, it could be integrity, which you know, if you get caught lying on a statement, right. you know, some, sometimes integrity is funny because sometimes, like, let's say you have an accident and you don't remember the whole story and they twist your words around and boom, you can. Do you know what I mean? And, but I mean, do those guys come back though, right? Because they're like not all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time. No. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're not having. Uh, clearly, you're not having this problem up there. You know, guys. No. So, um, in in the, the old building, I still talk to the cardboard warriors down there, and they're like, "Yeah, this one guy got fired because he he. I think he threw a die at or something because they talk reckless down there." And he was right. like, "Yo, you're gonna talk to me like a man. He might have throw throw a die at or something, but." So That's maybe, like an extreme case. Like we don't get walkouts at all, ever. Really? Wow. We yeah. We have we have seventy two hundred members in our in our in local, and maybe five or ten are, are constantly getting walked out. You know, some 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 get their jobs back, but a lot of them a lot of them just get left on the street and they have to get they have to look for other work. Well, I think well, no Charlie's uh is is getting a little ahead of himself. There's definitely not five or ten it's a week. Not five or ten? No, no. Well, no. it used to be. I mean, yeah, it used to. We be. had a time where we were going through some pretty tough times, but with this executive board, it's been a lot less. Some of the cases that they had to deal with, the new executive board had to deal with some of the older cases from the old executive board. But we're lucky right now, Bobby, mm -hmm. because we got a good executive board in place, and they have been fighting for the members and. And it's definitely not four or five guys, five to ten guys a week. We're getting. I, I haven't heard. I, I heard of a few, maybe five over the last three or three months, two two months. But it wasn't like. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about the past. I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking that's about. That's why we had. A, that's now. why we had to throw the yellow flag and blow that's the whistle on your. Charlie. And these, these are drivers, or these are like full time, part time, everybody included. Well, you know, a lot of times, sometimes the part-timers get walked out. It happens. You know, uh, most of the part-timers that I've seen get walked out, a lot of times it's theft. You know, but the, we, uh -huh. we're, we haven't had that issue too much, too often, but it does happen. Uh, you know, and um, the, the last one that I know that got walked out of my building 
was uh, the last guy that I know that got walked out of my building was basically because he had an accident. And uh, I can't really talk about it too much because it's an ongoing investigation. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. they did they did walk him out of the building. And, you know, right now that's the, going to arbitration. So hopefully he will win the case because, you know. It, so Bobby's probably never even heard of an arbitration case. Bobby, have you ever had the company I, try to come after you? Um, I am not good at history, and uh, the, the litigation of arbitration uh, is not one of my main claims that I remember <laughs> from high school. I don't know what that is. I, no, so, I don't even know. So arbitration, what typically happens over here in this in this local is uh, you, you get walked out, you get fired, and you kind of have like in court to get your job back. And that, that's what's called arbitration, where you present your case, the company presents their case, and then you have an mediator, and the mediator decides whether you get your job back or not. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, sound, it sounds like he works for a different company. I wonder if they have <laughs> that kind of system over there, though, because back in the days, uh, I don't know if they have that system over there, because this was something Tim Sylvester had put in place with the with the way we do it now, with having, right. a, uh, I believe, it's three of their members and three of uh, the company members, three of our members, three of the company, and then there's one final ruling by an arbitrator back in the day before that it was right. just one arbitrator and that was it he was like judge jury and executioner you wow. went up to him and it was 50 50 oh, whether okay. you got your job or not now we have more of a democratic process where you have actually like a vote taken by all the members and then if there's a standstill which does happen a lot still then the arbitrator rules on it but uh how about uh do you know you don't know anything about that by you huh bobby no there's there's a i kind of, I kind of just go to work and I, I feel kind of like I'm not even a real warrior sometimes because I talked to the guy from Arizona who did the safety relay. Right. And he was like, uh, what do you ask me? He asked me some technical term. And I said, I don't know, man. I, I show up and I deliver the boxes. I make some videos and I go home. He was like, you don't know your number or something? And I was like, no, I don't even really know, man. So are you on any like uh, on any, any groups, any Facebook groups where, where you guys communicate and, uh, and you know, throughout the country or anything or even in even in uh, Connecticut? Um, I started I started to vote. No, that was a good one because um, I, I didn't know the, the specifics of the contract. Right. But just as like a, a regular negotiating standpoint, if they're giving you something, the first deal, right. it's probably not the best deal. So I was That's like, right. hey, let's just vote no to begin with right. and see what they come back with. Right. Um, so I, w I was on that group and I think I was in a Teamsters um, and I think I joined a New York Teamsters. I think it was from maybe like a Jason, I think Jason Hughes is his name. Um, Cause, cause I don't have, know if he's in New York or not, but. We have a few here. Uh, we have local 804 Teamsters, right? We have, yeah, local mm -hmm. 804 Teamsters, Teamsters local like, 804. Like 1,200 members and, and we have members all over the country. Yeah, we oh, yeah we we have uh we have a Facebook we have there's a few Facebook pages you can actually follow. Um, uh, the vote no one. Uh, you started that page because I'm on a vote no page. Yeah, I was on a vote no page as well. I'm wondering if I mean, that's Bobby's. No, no, that's um that cardboard warrior is that uh, Tyler Binder? I think his name is. Oh, Tyler Binder. Binder. Yes. Yeah, Binder. Yeah, like he's whoa, he is. He's motivated, man. He yeah, was like, yeah. "Let's go. We're gonna go no." And I yeah. was like, "Look at this guy, dude." Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. He's real hardcore. He he loves he loves what he does. He had some great videos yeah. he put out too. Very informative, especially during contract negotiations with the IBT. Uh, yeah, his is vote no on UPS contract, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you could follow us on Union Power Radio. We have our own Facebook Union Power Radio page. Okay. Uh, so on Facebook, we're Union Power Radio. <laughs> 
Uh, and that's directly for this show, like only, right? That's or correct. is there other Yeah, that's for people that want to shows. Right, right. This is just Union Power Radio, the What the Heck show. So uh, listen, we, we promote you. You can promote us. We can start this unity. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, again, let, let people know where they can follow you on Instagram and on Facebook. Let people know again. Uh, just Ups and Browns. One word, no space. It's the Ups and Browns of delivery. And either you're a delivery person or a customer, you get both ends and. Uh, you get to see how Sammy really is. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Bobby. We appreciate you. We appreciate your videos. Thanks, I mean, guys. UPS guys all over the country are watching oh, they, your videos, watching you, and they are enjoying it. You make you make light of it. You make it entertaining, and, and you make a lot of people laugh, and, and laughter is a good thing, uh, Bobby. So thank you so much. Thank for you that, so man. much for calling in, Bobby. Cool, guys. Thanks, uh, man. So that was Take Bobby. Care, that was Bobby, man. Wow. Uh, don't you feel like you know him? I feel like I do. <laughs> I know? felt like he's a guy that that worked for me. You as know, a, loading my truck a couple of years but, ago. But you didn't you didn't even know he was a real guy. You thought like he was like this phantom guy. I thought he was. Uh, I thought his videos. I didn't think he was a real UPS guy. But I should have known because he knew like a he lot knew, of the stuff listen, that we were he, going through. He, he knew everything. No, he's hilarious. Oh, I was Bob, glad Bobby's to hear him. Again, thanks, thanks, Bobby, for calling in. You know, I've reached out to him because I had just saw one of his videos, and I was like, man, it'll be really cool just just to have him on, just just to interview him. Yeah, no, Bobby did his thing. Um, well, uh, I mean, we spoke about a lot, and one of the things that I wanted to mention, uh, dealing back with the uh, and Johnny Santiago still on the line, right? Yeah, I'm still on the line. Dealing with the uh, the monies, as Charlie likes to put it, the monies. With the monies. Uh, the monies. Uh, I mean, we're talking about after, after everybody had to pay off Walter Kane and everything, we're down to $4.6 million. So how, how, much, guys, how much again did Walter make? I mean, Walter made over a million dollars. I'm, I'm, over a million I'm dollars? I'm guessing it had to be a million or a million plus. And um, now uh, what, what I can't wait for is that you can't get away with this stuff. In April, LM2 forms are coming out. And that will Ooh. show, yeah, that will show when is that what out the again? In, in April, I believe. Oh, man, I'm gonna pick that shit. That, will, <laughs> that <laughs> will show what the executive board paid out and what the money and why the money was depleted that's, so much. You know much. what that is? That's that's toilet reading. Yeah. I'm gonna take that shit to the toilet, and I'm gonna, I, you know, I spend a lot of time in the toilet. I'm yeah. just gonna, I'm gonna be reading that shit at the toilet. You know, and and listen, I tell you, <laughs> that that's that's crazy. Uh, you know, uh, and you know what? One of the things that Johnny was saying is that's important is a lot of the stewards, you know, uh, I like that there was a big turnout at the steward meeting. The steward and, meeting was great. I have nothing bad to say about the steward and meeting. And the great thing is that the steward, well, you shouldn't have anything bad to say at all. Listen, no, I'm just kidding. Listen, <laughs> we, we, all, we all know. We all know how I feel I about the German I know how you feel. Not even 10%? No. We, we definitely have, we need to find, we need to definitely find ways of becoming more unified and united. We definitely have to do that. You know, and, and it's important. And you know, the safety reform is important. Vinny's Vinny's move on safety reform put Mark Cohen in, in charge. So, how of you the, feel about that, Johnny? Mark Cohen uh, going to be, I guess, a safety director. Well, that's good. I don't know if you guys know that has to do with an occupational training. So, therefore, we have resources right now that we are working with. And like you said, um, we're not going to discuss strategics, but they they are coming in contact and and and, and dealing with people that that's going to take us someplace and then teach us a little bit more about the aspect, what is safety about, and what we could do as a whole, and the channels to take and all that. So down the line, there's a lot of goodies coming on board, man. Let me Vinny, tell you, believe it or not, Vinny is busy in that office, man, and you just been working and working John, and working nonstop. Let me let me tell you one of the things that I brought up uh, on a safety committee was I know that was that that was a big problem was when the drivers, they all start up in the morning and 
they're waiting. They, they, everyone has their truck started, but they're not moving. And that smoke, let me tell you, I've been inhaling that smoke for 15 years. And I, I told the driver, I said, listen, if you, can't, if you can't get out, don't start your truck. Or if you start your truck and you can't move, shut the damn truck off. I shouldn't be having to you know, go through my airs and, and, and setting up my truck and I'm smelling your fumes. And I think that's a big problem because I feel there's a, there's a ventilation problem in, in our building because that smoke just, it, you can see it. You know, it's, it's we visible. Used to get that a lot. We used to get that a lot when we had a lot of diesels. And for the most part, nobody should be idling inside a building, especially if they're not ready to take off. It doesn't make no sense. Um, me, I get allergies real bad and I'm real sensitive. I have allergies right now this time of year and it's crazy. Right. And um, that thing right there will put me in like on cloud nine. I can't breathe. I, I choke up and everything. Nobody should. You're right. There's a lot of things that we should be tackling. I know in the older building and right. across right. the street in the Dwayne and rebuilding, they right. have exhaust fans in right. the ceiling that you see them running. And I think that they start running half an hour before dispatch. Wow, so that's that great. Start, that's, yeah, that, exactly. We need that. We don't have, do we, do well, we even have fans in our building? Our building is outdated. Like this building is outdated. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what what, what we, they're gonna do right now is if we leave like by August, half of the building in Massive is gonna be shut down, and they're gonna move everybody. If you think we saw these right now, pretty much you're probably gonna be sitting in another um another driver's lap <laughs> because they're gonna put th th that building. They to move, they're gonna move it to one half of the building, and the other building they're gonna start the automation. And when they finish that building, they'll move you back to that other half, and then that's what they're gonna do. Then those are the plans right now for the automation. But listen, Johnny, just because just because the building's outdated, it 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 doesn't mean that it shouldn't be run properly, right? Like we well, shouldn't be yeah, having to well, smell listen, these fumes. Listen, they look at one thing, brother. I didn't make the rules. And this is dumb. To them, everything is cost effective. And them, they only look. They, they, lately, they've been using one word, and um, and what is it? When the stock market, the investors, everything is the investors. This and they, they they're not spending no money, brother. They're not. Right. Have you noticed they are not spending? I know. I don't think we no even order uniforms now. I don't think we go order uniforms. Oh, uh, well, I think they just opened it up right now recently. Mm -hmm. They're not spending no money and all that, but um, hopefully we be gone in the to the new building in August. And um, and, and another thing too is is look at the we can't even park like right now. If you're one of the last guys to come in, you're gonna have to move park like 10, 15 cars over just to make room for you because the cars are so parked close together. There's no room in front of you and all that that nobody wants to be late. You know, it doesn't make no sense. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we got a couple of. More people here on the line. Aces says this is how the company weakens the union. And oh, Richard Hooker Jr. What up, fam? What's up, big dog? How you doing, brother? We got Contreras. Uh, no, you don't, Charlie. Ten of the general membership. We got three titles, third or fourth string stewards. And saying you are the new host of the What the Heck show. No, he's Robin. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Just let everybody know, I'm Batman. Give me the Batman song. Yo, guys, can I say something real quick right yeah. now for the guys that's listening and all that? Because this is, like, very important. Go ahead, go ahead, um, Johnny. Lately, we've been running into some some crazy shit. And what is funny is um, we firing ourselves instead of the company firing us. We, lately, with the MBDC form, guys are not putting the information in there that they should. Let me tell you something, nine out of 10 times, the company knows they just want to catch you in a lie. Guys are not putting, I, listen, me for my, for, I'm, I'm going to speak on, on, for me. I had two guys that was months driving with a suspended revoke license and, and one of them just came up to me and I just found out 
And the other one just told me before when he just found out about it. But listen, it's very important, man. It's a condition of employment, your license, your DOT card. I know times I got guys that come in, hey, Johnny, I can't work today. Why? Oh, because my DOT is expired. I said, whose fucking problem is that? You know, take care of your credentials, man. This is your license, Absolutely. your livelihood. Absolutely. God forbid you leave your job today and have your license and you can go anywhere, man. Keep your license up to date. Yeah, man, that is something everybody should do great. Yeah, thank you for that. That's definitely everybody. Johnny just made some very, very good points. You have to do that. Take care of your license. It is our livelihood. That's right. You know, you have to make sure that you check that. If you got to go and get the uh, that MVDC form, you do you it. Should get it. Make sure you, you should, should always it. check it. Uh, right. You should always just check it. Sometimes I'll go online and just look at my license just to make sure there's no tickets. Sometimes you get tickets and you don't even know. That's right. You know, uh, we got Scott Damone here. Oh, Scott Damone, you guys are doing a great job. Hey, Scott, thank you so much. He's one of the union representatives as well. Thank That's you, right. Scott. We he's, appreciate he's, that, he's man. He's like in the in, in the vault and just uh, and just writing. And, and <laughs> just he's writing. out there hitting the buildings. Too, man he? he's out there yeah he's out there hitting the buildings at early times he's doing what he's got to do scott is a good guy uh we got mike stewart here great to see the show continues you know it mike we're trying to do what we do you know we're, we're trying to fill some big shoes but you know we're, we're doing the best we can big shoes and big definitely shoes. contreras just like Bigly. johnny said the mvdc don't fuck around do not play with that you make sure you check your license guys that is the one thing that's on you man don't expect the steward to get you out of that that's why johnny's being so animate about it because it's not something that you know that you should mess around with it's your that's your job that's you have to take care of that you have to make sure your license is good Johnny shouldn't be up here having to remind you of that, you guys. That's like saying, I'm too drunk and I can't drive home. Take a fucking Uber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's your fucking right. license, man. Um, I don't know what's, what the problem is at, but I don't know if it's HRC, but a lot of us have a DOT that it shows on the motor vehicle, my DMV as pending. I don't know. I took it upon myself and um, I Googled it. And sure enough, I sent out an email and I just met with the... Um, um, actually, he's, he's a supervisor. He's a supervisor at the DOT out in Albany. Out in Albany, and um, I sent him a picture of my DOT card, and he told me, send me your license number and the, and the, and the subject remark, and he just updated my information. Remember, I took my DOT in September, and still, and the DMV, it shows that it's pending, and I don't know why, because it shows that I'm not supposed to drive a commercial vehicle, but I met the gentleman, and he's actually a supervisor, and I'll be posting that information. His name is Benjamin Watson. He's the uh, one of the supervisors out in Albany. And, uh, I'm going to be posting that information up because if, if anybody else has the same situations, you, you email him or call him right. and he'll update your information. That's Johnny. All right. That's Mr. CNN right there. Oh, wow. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you for that. I wanted to take the time to read a post by a, 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 a retiree. His name is Ken Reinman. I'm sure a lot of you guys know who he is. Uh, he's a very, very uh, uh, hardcore union activist. Even though he's not in, 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 he's a retired member. He's still always. Uh, yeah, he posts. He's he's always posting stuff. He's always keeping it real. Um, one of the things he wrote, and I thought it was very nice. He was talking about the general membership. He says, "New day in local 804. Today was local 804's first general membership meeting of the new executive board under the leadership of Vincent Perone. It certainly was a packed house. It was really good to see so many smiling faces. There was a strong positive." feeling in that room in a nice show of unity that was donald donald shut up donald again in a, he just keeps popping up bro all the way from washington in a nice show of unity 
uh, Angelo Guarella, a former trustee under Howie Redman, swore the new board in, which I thought was, uh, you know, from what I heard, it was it was an amazing uh, thing. Vinny informed us that our pension is funded at 73%. Our health and welfare fund was and at 86 million surplus. They fired the law firm of Carrie Kane and Josh Pomerantz and has and Josh Pomerantz has been hired as in-house lawyer and director of operations. <laughs> The Joker's back. Uh, Vinny said that the UPS wants to take over our health and welfare fund, which is not good. Not going to happen now. He stated that we will not sell out our members. We are here to defend the contract, defend the job, and defend the members. Several members asked basic questions. There was no animosity from anyone. It was good to see so much civility That's in the right. room. We needed that. That's it right. is truly a new day. It, it was a such a welcomed relief to not hear any bashing of the former board. The blame game days are over. The board is about taking responsibility and taking the truth to the members as well as UPS. There was, however, some bashing of the company. Vinny called them black-hearted, soulless devils. He also mentioned the fat cat will be deployed when necessary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. The fat cat will be deployed when with when necessary, answer possibly even a mobile billboards to get our point across. Wow. The contract negotiations are in full swing. The old proposals have been withdrawn and a new mindset of toughness has been installed. Vinny and his team have a solid plan with good people to see it through. Again, there was no dissent, no yelling at the board, no disrespect at the mic, no bullies and sergeant at arms. I did see two of the previous boards united for once. That is good news for the rank and file of Local 804. Not so good for UPS management. Today was just the beginning. They have lots of plans to empower the membership and teach real unionism. They promise not to embarrass our local and to do the right thing, as one member stated on the mic. One union. And I feel that's one of the most powerful statements there. One union. One union. That's, that's right. right. Because we all have to be, you know, there's so many different pockets of resistance sometimes. You know, you got your groups here. You got your groups there. But you know what? It's about time we all stop reading. Reading different books and we all get onto That's the right. same book same page and unite all of us together in you know, one local you know what we have tremendous, tremendous. it's tremendous that's right you tell them donald well johnny our show's almost over so we're gonna have to cut you off now brother thank you so much for all your informative talk we appreciate it you you always bring uh you always bring that the information where it needs to be and help the members and and we applaud you for that my brother thank you thank johnny. you bro all right, brother. Catch right. you on the next one. So, God, wait, not yet. No, we're not cutting no, off yet. We're not cutting off no, yet. We're not cutting what off we're yet. doing? No, we're gonna, we, we have we have some other things to discuss. Well, we do have to discuss the uh, the one thing that we didn't get a chance to discuss was the airline mechanics, man. The airline yeah. mechanics just got a huge deal. A huge, huge, big, big numbers. Big numbers. I believe it was like a seventeen percent raise increase. Yeah, that's right, 70%. Donnie. 70%. And you know, and, and you know what they're going to... And at the end, it's going to go to like 30%. 17%. That's, and, and that's what I mean about, about you know, what we need, you know, and our expectations. And we shouldn't be... And, granted, we're probably going to be fighting for a lot that we have now just to keep it. Just to keep Moving what we got, forward, man. we have to have higher expectations. We have to want more. We have to demand more. And we just... You think you think they went in, you know, going for seventeen percent? They probably went in asking for thirty percent, and they met somewhere in the middle. 
Okay, and that's what I mean about that. that that's what we need. We have to be strong. We should. We shouldn't uh, dem- uh, say, "Hey, can we have seven weeks vacation?" No, we should fucking demand seven weeks vacation. Check check this article out. The mechanics had received no raises during negotiations, which means the seventeen point seventy two percent immediate base increase translate into roughly three point five percent annual raise since negotiations began, and the thirty two point sixty one percent raise over the life of the contract actually means a roughly three point three percent annual raise between. 2013 and 2023 in the last five years these are the numbers that really get me ups has recorded a net income of 21 billion net income that's what a, that's what a b that's a recorded net income of 21 billion net income of nearly 4.8 billion in 2018 was 16.3 percent higher than the average net income in the last fucking five so what years. that means so what that means there's a lot of money to go around yeah that means they have plenty of money so, and, and I'm not saying we're airplane mechanics, obviously, Donald, you know, but, but at the end of the day, man, we it's deserve a, com- a, a, it's a, it's a complete operation. Yeah. Granted. Oh, how the package is going to get to us? Yeah. yeah. They how the package going to get delivered if we're not out there? That's right. I mean, I'm not saying I want airplane mechanic money. I mean, I get it. You know, those guys, they, if a plane goes down, that's on them. So that's a lot of pressure. Talk to me, Donald. (laughs) Listen, we're probably going to take... If we can just get away with what we have and what we keep and... But we have to fight. We really have to fight. And in order to fight, we have to fight with numbers. A lot of numbers. And, and we're going to need votes. A lot the of votes. The bottom line is votes. Votes. And, and me and Charlie are going to stress this every week. If you want our executive board to have some fucking leverage, because right now, Hoffa thinks that he's going to be able to push through whatever he wants and ran whatever supplement local, right? down our fucking... Aren't we the last local? No, I think there's three left. No, there's four. There are there's, three left. There's three left. That's it. There's only three of us. So, you got we're, the guys so, in so we're not alone. We're not alone. No, we're, we're not alone. So we're, and we're, he can't push it through until all three of them are... That's are, right. So we need to make sure that our executive board knows that they have the leverage because we are going to vote. If we have to go to every building, promote the show, talk to the guys, get it across the airwaves, get it across the buildings, go from building to building. If we have to vote no on any of these, especially because of some of these TOKs that we're going to unfortunately have to vote on because of these backdoor deals that were made by the old executive board. I mean, come on. I just I just wonder what happens is, is, is if we vote no. Do they just push it through? Because They can't. They can't. If we, we're if, seven months into this contract. We're working the without a contract if for we seven make, months. If we make the two-thirds, they cannot force the vote on us. That means we need to have at least close to 4,000 votes. If we can, I believe that's the number. If we can get close to maybe 3,700 or 3,800 votes, we will be able to push this down. I, I believe that's the correct number, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. If anybody's listening and uh, and I and I... And I'm saying the numbers wrong. Maybe it's four thousand, but I'm thinking we don't even need a whole four thousand guys to, Listen, to vote. But we can we, we, we'll take whatever we can get. We just want the numbers. We want to be able to say, hey, all these people don't like this, and we we and we're gonna say no. You're gonna have to give us a better contract. We're not the only ones who are fighting. There are three other locals out there fighting for what they believe that they deserve, and we shouldn't sell ourselves short. We shouldn't just take the first thing. Just like even Bobby said it. But I was like, yo, I just started a vote no movie because you don't take the first offer. And we didn't take the first offer. And if and, and if the and if the second offer is not good, we shouldn't take that neither until we get what we want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Donald Trump was just talking earlier and he was like, it's terrible. It's tremendous. It's a tremendous. It's, it's just so tremendous. It's huge. huge it's huge numbers. what you guys are doing. Huge. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Mike Stewart says, fuck Trump. <laughs> hey, listen, we're, we're not trying to fight the president here, Mike. But yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we, we are we are actually trying to fight a president. Uh, uh, you know, listen. <laughs> Which I, Jamie Haynes brings up a very good point. Jamie Haynes brings up a very good point here. It's better to fax a copy of your DOT than call them immediately to make sure it was received. I'll post the numbers too. Good job, Jamie. Yes, we're looking forward to that, man. Always, always looking out. I'm gonna out give as well. you. I'm gonna give you an email. I'm gonna give you his phone number. I'm gonna give you the fax. I'm gonna give you the direct number. I'm gonna give you his name. He's actually the supervisor for the uh, the CDL medical certification unit. You know what I'm saying? So. All that I'm gonna I'm actually I'll be making a post about that, but we're gonna have that because it's very important. Because there's a guy, I'm sure that there's a lot of guys out there that haven't gone on my my DMV and haven't even noticed. Maybe maybe they're in the same um, predicament I'm in, where the COD hasn't been uh, the certification hasn't been sent over to DMV and they're driving the commercial vehicle, even though they have the card and it's still valid. But listen, it's very important. It's also you know the company should also be on top of their job to know that listen, this is our credentials. I don't know what's taking so long and what's the delay but um this information everything has to be updated but i'll be posting all that information too man well all thank right. you johnny for that johnny, and with you. that and with that where is a, we're uh, closing time we're closing it we're up we're closing it out we you know it's another it was another successful t- uh turnout another successful turnout i want to thank uh chris graham for being online jamie haynes frank whale and mike stewart Damian fred, fred zuckerman for bobby calling bobby Ups and Browns on Instagram. You can find them. Check his videos. Fred Zuckerman called in from the IBT. We got um, uh, a lot of guys. Rooker, uh, Richard Hooker Jr. called in. Aces. We want to thank you guys all for calling in. Uh, we want to thank you guys for chatting it up. Don't forget, you can reach us on the whattheheckpodomatic.com if you missed the show. If you can catch us on emails at the whattheheckshow at AOL.com. That's right. Email us. And if you have the MixLR app, follow us on Union Power Radio. If you have missed the show there, you could always scroll down and uh, scroll down to the show reel and you can listen to the shows. And, and you, could, you can listen to us on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. So if you want to listen to past episodes, you want to hear my rants, you want to hear Robin show up late? That's right. If you want to hear Chuck over here and hear the Joker laugh, because I'm the true Batman and he's Robin to the Batmobile. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, we're on Spotify. Go to podcast. And uh, you could definitely check out the Spotify podcast and you will find us there. Thank you all for listening. We're signing out now. And I'm Tony Rosario. And I'm Charlie Gonzalez. And thanks for listening. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.
on Twitter.